is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Just dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. This Thanksgiving Eve edition of the show, 1-800-259-9231. I don't know if I made it clear. I think some people misheard earlier this week. But Free Talk Live will not be live on the radio tomorrow night, Thanksgiving night. We will be live via our internet feed at freetalklive.com. Ah, for the lack of a board op. So there will, yeah, uh, apparently none of the board ops are willing to be bribed to leave Thanksgiving dinner a little bit early to come and uh, and run Free Talk Live. And, you know, that's okay. I, I made it clear today that there was money to be made. Yeah, there is money to be made. But sometimes being with family is more important than those things, right? And friends... Uh, so, uh, but we're here tonight and we'll be here Friday night. And again, uh, we're, we're live tomorrow night, just only online at freetalklive.com. So keep that in mind. 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll free line. So there's, uh, you know, big news that we can't ignore today. We've been, I've been doing everything I can all week to keep away from the TSA topic just because it, it has dominated this show's uh, topics over the last two weeks. And I knew that National Opt-Out Day was coming up today, and I figured, well, we're definitely going to talk about uh, opting out and, and how all of that is going slash went today. Uh, we'll focus on that and, of course, uh, talk about some interesting numbers about the amount of people that are actually avoiding air travel today. Uh, so it may, have, uh, turn, it may turn out here that the Opt-Out Day was a success, although all of the mainstream media is attempting to paint it as a complete and utter failure. Of course. Uh, well, the mainstream media was looking for something impressive. You know, they were looking for everybody to show up in Speedos or something like that. Now, they obviously had a few of those stories. That's right. Th- those, th- you know, that's great. But they were looking for a bunch of it. Every local news, uh, you know, establishment wanted to be, it was, had a camera crew ready to send out for the people that were doing whatever. And the TSA downplayed it, which was smart. I don't know. The TSA, oh, you mean today they downplayed it? Yes. Uh, right, because yesterday they were prepping up for a big protest. They were prepping up for a, a huge uh, amount of people that uh, would be opting out and attending these airport events uh, around the country. And it's it's a shame that uh, the people that fly in this country aren't as upset as the mainstream media and the TSA thought they would be because they were ready for a major turnout. And according to the mainstream media, that did not occur today. And I think they're absolutely right about that. I I don't doubt the claim that, yeah, most people just went on through the, the checkpoints, only maybe a handful of, of opt-outs in, in any given airport. I, I don't I don't totally buy that. You don't, well, of course, the TSA is not going to tell you the truth. Of course not. Uh, about what's going on, but anybody can stand there and observe uh, what's what's happening. I was in the airport for four hours today, and you were in the airport or in outside? and out both. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I guess it's not accurate to say I was actually inside for all four hours, but I was on the airport grounds and inside of it uh, in the you know the realm of four hours uh, from 10 a.m. this morning to 2 p.m. the afternoon at Manchester Airport because this is one of the busiest airport days of the year. Let me tell you, this day was dead. Right. And so this is, you know, the question is, how did people go about opting out? Did they opt out by choosing just not to fly? Or did they opt out by, you know, choosing not to uh, go through the scanner machine? For one, if there's not that many people, then opting out at the scanner machine doesn't really matter that much because no. there's plenty of TSA bureaucrats to, there were to, more TSA to bureaucrats jiggle your jewels. And then at most points in the, the day today that I was inside the airport, there were more TSA bureaucrats standing around than there were passengers. Now, look, I, it's Manchester. 
So right. please take that with a grain of salt. I mean, this is Manchester. There's Boston's it's reg- Logan. It's a regional airport right, for but Boston. But Boston is close, and they're a huge airport. And Manchester generally isn't that busy of an airport. But, Mark, when we went to Los Angeles... You remember what the line was like at yeah. 6 a.m.? Yeah. There was you know, a decent little wait there. I mean, it wasn't a huge line, but there were some people. No one was in line all day today that I was in there. Now, wow. I, I heard it got busier later on. I, heard, that's the, now, I haven't heard anything beyond just a general statement that things started picking up. I don't know what that means. <laughs> means five people instead of two? I, I don't know. Wayne, I'm not going to speculate, and if you were out there today, if you were not just Manchester, but around the country, if you were uh, at the various different opt-out day uh, events, I would like to call it an outreach. I'm sure the media will be labeling them all protests. Uh, but if you were at the opt-out uh, outreaches that were happening today, would love to hear your experiences and, and what things were like. But I was, a, I was a little surprised. I mean, after hearing about how busy Thanksgiving was supposed to be, mm. I think Sam uh, from ObscureTruth.com actually talked to one of the, the ticket clerks and she said this you know it's just another day as far as the amount of people that were uh, were coming into the airport and i have to say that my times that i've been in the manchester airport yeah this hasn't what i saw today was below Nothing average special. if not average mm-hmm. so there were more people there that morning we were going uh, right. at 6 a.m what's going to be powerful all day today. what's going to be far more powerful unfortunately i mean there's a lot of hullabaloo about uh, about the opt-out day but honestly what's more powerful is edu- educating people as to what's going to happen to them at the line because either way that's yeah. there you know um the people need to know about that scanner and how you know what the effects are and what what kind of risks they're willing to take with their body that's what it. we were doing today was we had uh, flyers from meg that she'd put together over at liberty flare she printed out a bunch of stuff and thank goodness brought them, uh, sure. brought all that along with her because without her, I don't know if we would have had anything to hand out. Maybe the guys from Manchester had something. I don't know. Uh, but uh, we were there and that was great because she actually was promoting the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund as well. She put the CD Evolution logo, cdevolution.org. Uh, she put that on there and that's, you know, that's going to get some eyeballs on that website because it was, it was a great little flyer that was cleaning people in uh, as to what to expect. Here's what you're going to get. Maybe not at Manchester Airport, but at 60-plus airports across the country where these body scanner machines are located. So, uh, as I said, I showed up there at 10, which is when things were, were getting started. We had probably about a dozen uh, activists there to kind of kick things off. And then throughout the, the next four hours, more people showed up and then more showed up. And so by the time I left, I'd seen at least 30 people. Uh, so I would say that's a fairly decent turnout yeah, for the middle of the to, day. Nothing to, to to laugh at. Most people are still working. You know, it's it's Wednesday. People don't generally get the day off until tomorrow. Maybe they get out early today, but yeah. I didn't leave until two, and the event was scheduled to go until five. I heard they might have stayed late uh, as well. So I would say overall it was a success as far as reaching out to people goes. I mean, we certainly handed out uh, flyers to individuals, and that's going to get people thinking and and maybe talking with friends or or family members. There was also very little uh, interference from the bureaucrats, which was uh, which was nice, smart I, yeah. on their part. Well, yeah. I, I wasn't sure what to uh, what to expect there, right? Because the the local media and and even the national media that's what they want. They want uh, cops with billy clubs, protesters doing crazy things. They that's what they see as a big um, effect. You know, people standing out with signs. Uh, people handing out literature, people being peaceful, that's that's not a big deal to them. I was I was a little disappointed when I heard the news that the folks down in Austin uh, were apparently asking for a permit to have an event, and it was denied. Really? Mm. 
Yeah. Uh, so I was a little disappointed with that. And George Donnelly over at WeWon'tFly.com was pointing out, and I think he's, you know, he's got, there's something to be said for his, his viewpoint here is that, well, he understands and would not recommend people not get these because these are newbies that, uh, that we're dealing with. That was his opinion. Of course, at, at New Hampshire, uh, most of the people there were not new, although there were a number of new movers who'd showed up, but a lot of, uh, experienced seasoned activists were doing this. And I would imagine there were some seasoned folks, uh, in, in these other places that were doing the, the We Won't Fly outreach stuff but i also under, understand the idea that people are scared and you know they feel like they have to go and get a permit it's a shame i mean in the whole you know they got that constitution that says freedom of assembly and freedom of speech and the airport's public property it seems like a no-brainer that you should just be able to show up and uh, you know have yourself an event and that's essentially what we did there was one guy who did go to to try to talk to the administrator and the administrator well you can stand over here and you can stand over here and uh, he came out and said well this is what the administrator says and like well that's great so we just went and did, you know, wherever we wanted to go. Uh, in my case, there were some people standing in the designated area. I went out on the median, actually, in the in that. There's an area where uh, the the road on the the way into Manchester Airport splits off, and one goes off into the parking garage. So I was standing there that way I could get as many eyes as possible because I felt like my sign wasn't really being seen by very many people inside. You know, I, I was one of the people with the signs. So I wasn't handing stuff out. There were people that were handing things out. Obviously, they need to be inside. But uh, I wanted to be out where the people who were dropping folks off and picking people up uh, would be able to see what uh, what my sign said. And there was one point when a bureaucrat, pretty quick off, uh, one of these suits from the airport walks across the street to the median to uh, to come talk to me. And, yeah, uh, did he pick the wrong person? I'll let you know what he said here in a moment. 800-259-9231. <laughs> and we want to hear your stories if you've got them. 800-259-9231. It's Thanksgiving Eve and it's Free Talk Live. Spark imaginations and free minds with an enjoyable graphic novel or webcomic from BigHeadPress.com. This holiday season, share the freedom message with friends, family, or that one acquaintance that really needs it. BigHeadPress.com's thoughtful stories provide a vision of freedom and how we'll get there. Just one of the many imaginative graphic novels from BigHeadPress.com is L. Neil Smith's Roswell, Texas, a sci-fi, western, romantic comedy with aliens, motorcycles, beautiful women, and the gayest Nazi you've ever seen. Sample online before you buy at bigheadpress.com. Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features there on the site totally free. So do head there and enjoy those on us. You'll find things like our live streams, got a broadband version and dial-up version of the show, plus our webcam and our listen lines that allow you to listen in via any phone that can dial long distance, plus uh, about 84 radio stations around the country taking various different portions of the show. Uh, you can get all the details on that, our satellite channel and more at listen.freetalklive.com. Taking uh, depression meds? How about uh, high blood pressure? If you're getting those meds at a local pharmacy, you're, you might be paying more than you have to. There's a better way. Discount Prescription Services will get you your meds at discounts as high as 70% off what you're currently paying, and they'll deliver them right to your door. All you have to do is go to meds.freetalklive.com, click Become a Member there on the left-hand side of the page. doesn't cost anything to become a member. They're going to call you. They're going to talk to you about your meds. If you're not going to save any money, you don't have to do anything beyond that. Just go to meds.freetalklive.com. Their customer service is excellent. They're not any hard pressure salesmen. They're just there to help you. meds.freetalklive.com. 
All right, so 800-259-9231. Definitely want to hear your experiences uh, as to what happened with National Opt-Out Day, uh, where perhaps you went to an airport, perhaps you joined a group of other liberty-minded people at a local uh, local terminal and decided to do some outreach, maybe some sign-holding and waving and smiling and all of that stuff. What was your story? 800-259-9231. I'll tell you a little bit more of mine here in a moment. Paul is on the line in California. Paul, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi, Ian and Mark. Hey, Paul. What's, so, what's on your mind today? Wayne's here, too. So, uh, oh, hey. So, uh, yeah, I was at the uh, LAX event uh, this morning, and I thought it went really well. We had about 20 people out there and uh, and a lot of media. Unbelievable. All, all the t- I think they had, we did interviews with all of the major TV stations, uh, KFI, Los Angeles Times, everybody. And, uh, and But like you say, it was after an initial flurry, uh, really dead. At one point, really? it seemed like there at was LAX? Uh, seemed like there was a media person at LAX. Yeah, it seemed like there was a media. At one point, it seemed like there was a media person for every traveler and two activists. Wow! <laughs> so, wow! It was wow. really dead. <laughs> That's. What do you say to that? You know. What was it like uh, doing the outreach today? Did you guys have flyers uh, from WeWon'tFly.com? dot com? Yep, handed out lots of flyers. Uh, reaction was mostly very positive, okay. actually. Uh, Probably uh, one in every two or three people uh, took one, and and most of the you know people who actually spoke about it at all were very supportive of mm-hmm. the uh, outreach event. Um, yeah, so and especially uh, the the really cool thing was all of the non TSA airport employees were extremely interested. Uh, mm-hmm. We had stickers too, and like the the, the baggage guys, uh, there were a few air, uh, pilots out there. Um, I'd imagine even, they like, get shaken down. Cops, they, they just all wanted stickers, and they were really, you know, very much opposed. They said they were very much supporting what we were doing. That is great news. And, uh, I would speculate. Well, yeah, I mean, that, the rest of us just have to do it once a quarter, once a year. Right, or don't something they get like shaken that. down every These day? These pilots are, um, you know, going through there and getting zapped by the uh, the. But, the, but the, not just the pilots. What about the guy working at uh, Subway or every, McDonald's? Everybody has to go past right. that that area. Has to get zapped. What about the TSA agents? They're also being exposed to this radiation on a daily. Basis. At least Even, they get the benefits. You know, they get the retirement, the the, gov- the federal government retirement. Well, maybe, yeah. but I'd rather have my health. But you know, when, same here. when you ha- when you're X-rayed at a hospital or a dentist's office, the person running the machine is behind lead. And That's these, true. And these people aren't. They no. put on vests, and, and they have they have those badges that are supposed to uh, measure how much radiation. And uh, TSA agents aren't allowed to have those. Yeah, they're, exactly. not, they're not allowed to have radiation <laughs> testing badges. Right. And you know the the thing about these machines, they say, well, for one, they say that well, it's one, it's a five thousandth of the of a regular chest X ray. Then they say it's a one thousandth. Mm-hmm. Um, then scientists come out and say, well, it's between one fiftieth and one hundredth, but. The real big issue is, well, who's testing these things on a regular basis to make sure that they're not over-zapping? That's right. How do you know if and a machine's just, on the, the blink? The, it's not just the amount of radiation. It's the type of radiation also. The sure. regular X-ray uh, is of a wavelength. You know, it, it goes straight through sort of your body. And so uh, this, this uh, radiation gets stopped in your skin. I mean, that's why you get an image of your skin. And so uh, uh, there's a lot of concern. It's not necessarily that it's dangerous, but it hasn't been tested. And there's a lot of concern that this particular type of radiation can be especially dangerous. Yeah, and I think the number, uh, the the percentage, the chance of you getting radiation from this machine, or excuse me, you getting cancer from this machine, is the same as you dying in a terrorist attack. So I mean, but you wouldn't know because they've just doubled the casualties due to the war on terror. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, and, and somebody else I saw added in the number of people because driving is more dangerous, yes. and so a lot of people are just not interested in going through this in order to fly. Yep. That puts a lot of more a lot more people on the road, and that dwarfs the numbers for either either of those numbers. It totally the is increased and- number of people. Uh, on the road that could be put in danger. Absolutely. Absolutely. So anything else you want to share about your experience from today? Well, no, that's it. It was certainly the media, you know, all over it. Uh, everybody got interviewed by everybody. So that it's was very uh, interesting, that was cool. too. The media, the way they painted it here, I don't know if you've seen the report yet, but uh, they, WMUR was at the Manchester airport this morning, bright and early. And so that was when I was there. So they got some footage of what was going on with the activists at that time. They also took some interviews, I guess, from the night prior, as well as people that were there that day. And so they juxtaposed the the activists and a couple of us that you know they'd, they'd interviewed uh, about the issue, and they juxtaposed us against the people that were kind of essentially, pr- you know, promoting the talking point of, well, you know, you got to give up a little bit of freedom to get security, uh, that right. kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of people on. Uh, that were that were echoing that, and the TSA's position was essentially, well, today we've had a lot of people telling us we're doing a great job. That was basically <laughs> what they had to say. Yeah, yeah. they uh, they did some of that here too. They they one of the things that kind of bothered us is uh, the media was reporting this as as if the goal of the protest was to create a bottleneck at the security, would get people to opt out and create a bottleneck. Where that wasn't our interest at all. Our interest was to educate people, inform right. them about the procedures and their rights. And if you opt out, that's a statement of the TSA and your, uh, the other passengers. It's not intended to create a bottleneck. That's Absolutely. They, and besides, the it's the TSA. Right. It's the TSA that's creating the bottleneck. It's, it's like when they blame the activists up here in New Hampshire when there's some sort of civil disobedience going on that they could totally ignore. They blame the activists when they call out every cop on duty in three uh, cities to come and uh, arrest a dozen activists. No, oh, right. Four those cops to come out there no no nobody forced exactly. them to do anything they could just let people through the checkpoints without all this hassle anyway hey thanks for the the report tonight appreciate hearing from you and very interesting that his story back i figured manchester's just dead because it's manchester but no, it can be lax was dead mm-hmm. on the busiest travel day of the year it was that probably dead incredible. by lax's standards though i would imagine i don't know what their to... standards are that was his standards that's what he that's what he said right i'm I just i'm just saying well yeah he lives there near lax right. he well, didn't go to lax standards. he didn't he didn't go from provo utah to a protest in lax what he was doing was he was going there and probably by their standards it was like any other day i mean dead is dead but i mean you know I would think every other day at LAX would be fairly, you know, busy. That's a major hub. It's a major uh, international airport. Yeah, but every other day isn't as busy as the day before Thanksgiving. Well, an opt-out day is a good start, but really we you have to go further. People have to stop flying unless absolutely necessary. They are, Wayne. No, I've yeah, got the numbers. and that's where yeah. that's where it's going to really get these uh, airlines because these airlines aren't going to know what to do. Double digit. Uh, a double-digit increase in people, or rather decrease, or however you want to look at it. Uh, a bunch more people stopped flying this year. I'll give you the numbers here in a little bit. Uh, 800-259-9231, and we'll hear your stories if you share them about Opt-Out Day. It's Free Talk Live. Parents of America, beware. The nefarious brigands known as Yerkish are now offering a free download of their so-called music at yerkish.com slash FTL. That's Y-E-R-K-I-S-H dot com slash FTL. Be warned. Exposure to this addictive, mind-altering rock and roll has been shown to cause frustration, damnation, even sexual deviance. So fathers, lock up your daughters. Mothers, cover your sons' ears and do whatever it takes to keep them away from yerkish.com slash FTL. 
is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free. It is the Thanksgiving Eve edition of the program, and uh, you can, again, bring up anything you want. We're focusing uh, on the opt-out day events that have been going on in airports across the country. In fact, as we speak, I believe some of them are still going on. I know that uh, the folks down in Philly are uh, having an evening event, and in fact, James Babb was uh, from WeWon'tFly.com. He's there in the Philly area. He and George Donnelly, both from WeWon'tFly.com, and I know he was there this morning, too, which I was caught me by surprise because I thought it was just an evening event. So I guess it's been going on for a good portion of the day there. And also it's something like 20 plus, 27, I think, other airports across the country. I'm sure if I'm getting that wrong, someone will correct me. But there are a lot of people out there doing some outreach, letting people know about these body scanners because there's a shocking amount of people that don't know. Despite all the news coverage, there's still a lot of people that, you know, they don't pay attention to the news. They're not interested in that. They're just busy with their own lives. And so they're not aware of even what that machine is that they're being asked to walk through uh, or what will happen if you say no to the machine. What does that mean? What, what are these new uh, invasive screenings they're doing? And so people are there at airports uh, getting people educated about this as uh, the appalling California pointed out the intention wasn't to clog up the checkpoints. The intention is to educate people so they can make an informed choice. And like so many other things, if you are diagnosed three, five, ten years from now with cancer, you're not going to know what to attribute it to. How could you? Yeah, you couldn't exactly. So they're completely off the hook, right? I mean, if it was those machines, there's no way to there's no way to tell. There's no way to prove causation. Although, if uh, a bunch of TSA agents start coming down with some and they serious will, by problems, the way. and they will because they're they're yeah. expendable in the eyes of their superiors. Of course, they are just like the uh, members of the military and, and so on. So we're going to uh, take your thoughts at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Also coming up, the numbers on exactly who is opting out, like for real, the media. And I've got some of these media stories. I looked uh, looked at opt out on Google search, Google News search, and there were. Something like forty five hundred almost uh, stories that mentioned the term opt out from mm-hmm. you know the the news the top result uh, in the news search which yeah that's great news it means we won't fly dot com is getting a lot of publicity and of course we won't fly dot com is run by two really principled liberty oriented dudes which is great because they're leading the national conversation on this they're leading uh, the talking points from the liberty perspective they're actually out in front on this issue rather than some politician. Uh, which I think is fantastic. So let's take your calls, your thoughts, uh, 800-259-9231. But first, Mark, some people might end up going to court, hopefully not from today. Uh, I haven't heard of any arrests happening yet. It was pretty easy going at, at Manchester. But maybe somebody got arrested today. They're going to have to go to court, and hiring a lawyer is really expensive. There are other options. Right, and when you do when you do uh, go to court and you try to represent yourself, you always think you're going to do well, that uh, you know, things are going to go the way that you hope they're going to, they're going to go. And they, just, they throw you curveball after curveball. You need to know their system and how to use their system, and that is what Jurisdictionary.com tells you how to do. It tells you how to get evidence from them, file motions, do everything that you need to do. Um, and in order to you know to make them work, because they're just so used to everybody rolling over and taking plea bargains, it's jurisdictionary.com. The it, the course is uh, made by a lawyer to protect you against people from his profession. It costs less than an hour with any good attorney, and it's so easy the average eighth grader can go the, through the complete four-CD course in a single weekend. You can get it at jurisdictionary.com. I've gotten mine. I bought it myself, jurisdictionary.com. All right, so 800-259-9231 is the number here. You can, of course, bring up anything. We've got Amber on the line in California. Amber, what's on your mind tonight? Um, well, actually, I was calling in for my father. He's a huge fan of your guys'. Um, 
I am just trying to help him get the word out there, but um, he committed a crime. Well, 30 years ago, he was in a, involved in a crime with some friends um, where an officer was shot, and he, they were uh, charged with attempted murder, and they were sentenced, and they served their time. Um, 30 years later now, the officer passed away. He's almost 70 years old, and they arrested my father for murder. Murder. What? I have heard of this yeah. uh, happen before. Like, um, you know, the, the situation will be, um, and I don't know how this one actually went, but this is this has happened before. So, you know, you really have to ask yourself um, if, uh, you know, if a, if a bullet's sitting an inch from your heart and then slowly it moves uh, forward and then ends the man's life a day before it would have been ended before, is that murder? I mean, is it murder? Uh, is that essentially what happened here? Is the idea that he died as a result of the attack that happened 30 years ago? That's what they're. That's what they're trying to claim, and they're charging him with murder. But I know, obviously, he's been out of prison for twenty years. He's a Christian man. He's a pastor. He has grandkids. He has a family. He's done nothing wrong. He helps people all the time. Wow. And now they're coming after him and arresting him. He's fifty-four years old, and he's being charged with murder now. And um, he was in, in jail for how long? He was in. He actually was sentenced sixteen years, and he was let out in ten years for good behavior and falling and showing remorse and whatever their requirements are to let them out. It's a shame, Mark. So you were in prison for nine. You were in prison, Mark, for nine years on a, on an actual murder charge. His original charge was some sort of manslaughter, or what? What was no, it? Was attempted. It was it was attempt attempted murder, and then um, a couple like you know robbery or attempted robbery because they were stealing a car when these and hmm. and an unmarked officers patrol car or whatever pulled up and they were doing something else and so they basically were the, they're gonna clothes. they're gonna start this process fresh at this point after he, he already spent a you know essentially what is an amount of time that people can spend in prison for uh, for such a crime uh, yes. of murder and they're gonna just start it all over again and he might get who knows how much yes now they're saying 25 to life and it's he's crazy. already 54 years old um yeah it is insane it's crazy none of us can believe it we've started a petition online um, called um, Justice for David, but what, he, he how, actually when he got out. How do you find that? Is it is that the website justiceforDavid.com or is there some some other? Um, actually, it's the petition website. Um, Pledge Bank, and Pledge we Bank. did it through petition. On, is it petition online? I mean, there are probably fifty different petition websites. Do you know yeah, which one it is? Yeah, um, I do. Let me pull it up really okay. quick. But um, Mark, what were you going to say? Yeah, about basically, that? sitting in jail right now. Mm. Yeah, the, the the point I'd like to make about this is that the vast majority of these cases that get brought, um, and there's not very many, it's a handful, but the vast majority of them are brought on behalf of law enforcement officers. This is just yet another way in which law enforcement officers receive a different level of justice than the average exactly. person does. Um, exactly. You know, I mean, the... So you're saying if this was anybody else's grandfather, nobody would even remember what had happened to him uh, 30 years exactly. ago. Exactly. Well, and that's our point is that if this mm. is going to be if this is going to be brought against my father, then there's I'm sure thousands of cases where there's been some kind of battery assault, attempted murder, or charges that in the past thirty, forty years those person those people have died, and those people aren't getting charged with murder now. I mean, how many car accidents does somebody get injured or paralyzed, and then they end up? passing away 20 years later, are they going to go back and charge them for murder? No. The only reason this is being brought up is because it's an officer, and that's the only cases I can even find that are even relative to this or with officers involved. Amber, did you pull up that uh, that website? Yes, it's actually Care2 Petition Site. Care2? T-A-R-E? Care, C-A-R-E, Care2. Care2, the number two? Yeah, the number two. Uh, so and, head over um, there. And it was it's the, under, 
Go ahead. Bring justice for David. Bring justice for David. That sounds an, like an absolutely horrible situation. It is. Amber, has your father been uh, outspoken in any way publicly recently? Um, yes, actually, um, when the arraignment occurred last Friday, because it's just happened last week and our whole family's devastated, when the arraignment happened last Friday, I was at the courthouse and I did speak to um, Channel 2 CBS News here in Los Angeles, um, Channel 7 and Channel 9. And um, they did air that. It's been on air, and now it's been on the front pages of newspapers all over the place. Um, it was on the front page of the newspaper where he lived in Yucca Valley um, today, this morning. And we are trying to get his side out because they're making him look like a criminal and a monster, and he's not. Well, he made a, a bad choice 30 years ago, and he's paid absolutely. for it. Now and, right. Yeah, that's the point. The fact is that he has he made a deal with the state. He signed a piece of paper. It sounded to me like he pled out. Um, maybe I'm mistaken there. But he made a deal yeah. with the state, and the deal was, look, here's this crime. I've done it, and I'm going to do this th- this amount of time to pay for it, and that's the deal. Well, n- you exactly. know, <laughs> 30 years later, the guy uh, the guy passes nice. away. Yeah. I don't know that. I think he's he's done his, his time for Amber, it. plug the yeah. website one more time. If you would. Um, it is Scare2 yep. Petition Site. And the petition is what again? Uh, petition Site. And it's oh, Bring Justice for David. Very good. Good luck out there. And, and thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 800 259 9231. And that's horrible. It shouldn't happen to anybody. I mean, he's been in jail. Let the man out and let him get on with his life. He's not the same person he was. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpaks, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there for free, so enjoy those on us. You can support the show by becoming an amplifier for as little as 3 bucks a month. You'll get perks like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, AMP-only forum, the AMP-only special podcast, and more. Go to amp.freetalklive.com. Get signed up. Hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me? That AMP-only uh, special podcast that we have actually is commercial-free. So if you don't like the recorded commercials that go on during the uh, regular podcast, you know, some people don't want to hear it. Some people, you know, they, there are some people that want to hear the podcast so quickly that they'll actually turn up our voices so that, they can, it, yeah. so that they can hear, um, instead of the two-hour podcast, which is what our three-hour radio show gets uh, condensed down to, uh, the two-hour podcast, they'll, they'll actually turn it up so they can listen to it in an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, it sounds crazy to me, but you know, everybody wants whatever they want, and uh, so if you prefer not to hear the ads, you can go. You can amp at what three bucks a month, and uh, you don't have, don't have to deal with it. So, yeah, you can do that at amp.freetalklive.com. So, um, if you have a child that's special to you this Christmas, you're thinking about gifts for them. I recommend an island called Liberty. It's a book. It's simple story, graceful rhymes, and Beautiful illustrations on every page could make it one of any child's favorite. It's kind of like Ayn Rand meets Dr. Seuss. You go to freemarketunderdog.com, use coupon code FTL for a 10% discount. 
It's an island called Liberty at freemarketunderdog.com. Want to, of course, hear your stories if you are out and about today, maybe at your local airport or in an area airport with other activists doing outreach for National Opt-Out Day over at wewontfly.com. There's more information about what exactly that is, but essentially it's an outreach event to let people know exactly what is going on in the airports, what the TSA is doing with these backscatter machines and the new more invasive pat-down method that they've been utilizing to allow people to make the choice to say, no, I'm not going to fly at all. That was really what the uh, the opt-out folks were really pushing was, hey, don't fly. That's right, because, it. because it's a false choice between the two. B- between which two? Between being molested or going through a machine that's that has health hazards. Not for long, Wayne, because they are planning on rolling these things out at uh, subway stations. They're planning on rolling these out at train stations. We were just uh, reading quotes from the uh, the TSA's national director last night. And right at the top of the Drudge Report today was the, the not the TSA director, but the head of the Homeland Security Department. She was saying that, yeah, absolutely, we need to look at subways, we need to look at rails, and maritime. So she actually threw in boats as well. So, you know, we forgot, we left that part out in what we were discussing last night. It wasn't in the report we were reading. But, yeah, they've, they've, they've got some ideas as far as how to expand out the security state. Wow, that company's going to make a lot of money selling yep. all those backscatter machines you want to go for 150 nice, grand a pop want to go for a nice ferry ride out to a local island uh, with the family make sure you go through the backscatter machine you first. might be a terrorist yeah course, somebody might try to sink the boat they're also installing them now there's another story here that i've got about how they're installing them at courthouses you know and <laughs> they're gonna start showing up all over the place the fact is that uh, security experts from around the world have said that these these backscatter machines cannot find all types of explosives you know they might be more effective in finding certain types of things but the metal detectors were uh, uh you know effective they don't Spe- believe that they're they don't believe that they're any more effective than the metal detectors speaking of metal detectors and i forget who it was that brought this up i wish i could give credit but we're, we're again we're discussing these different areas where you may see the security state expand to Somebody pointed out these could very well start showing up at schools. Yeah, likely to yeah. likely to happen. Yep. At, at those, you know, I never had to deal with going through a metal detector when I went to, to high school. I don't know how many high schools have them versus don't. Oh, I suspect most at this point. But high school, I don't. I'm not going to go out on that limb. But, I don't know, but, but I mean, most, that's what I think. Uh, uh, but most high, the, the high schools that do have them, you can better believe somebody's calling them up. Calling that school a school board and saying, "Hey, I can get you a good deal on these, uh, you know, backscatter machines. We're going to find all kinds of find more drugs that way, and we'll find who knows what. Who knows what that'll help? Yeah, them these uncover. backscatter machines are about finding drugs. They're not about finding weapons. Uh, so, by the way, just real quick before we get back to your calls and your thoughts, uh, another uh, portion of the news here. Dr- Dr- saw this at Drudge Report. People are reporting via their Twitter feeds or Facebook posts that they didn't even get backscattered today." That they were apparently roped off the backscatter machines. Woman, woman claiming that in LAX, the backscatter machines were roped off. And other flyers from just around the country. Just wasn't worth uh, you know, dealing with the protesters today. I, I don't we'll know. Just, we'll just shut them down. It's not I, a big deal. Maybe there's truth to this. Maybe not. I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, but uh, the TSA is denying it's it. It's a course. report. <laughs> yeah. There are multiple reports. Multiple yeah. reports saying this. Uh, so what have your experiences been? Did you see that happening today? 1-800-259-9231. On the other hand, there's an AP photo uh, purportedly from today with a woman in the backscatter machine. So maybe it was just different. Was it in LAX? I, I, I mean, they've no. got to have a they've got to have a dozen terminals there. Uh, let's see. It was in Seattle. 
So 800-259-9231. By the way, they don't have these backscatter machines at every uh, place because basically each TSA head at each airport has a certain level of discretion. So, you know, very well could have been that the LAX uh, head said, meh, you know, let's just shut them down for today. There's no reason to deal with this crap. Yeah. Let's go to the phones and to the fun. Sam is on the line uh, from ObscuredTruth.com. Hello, Sam. Hey, gentlemen. How y'all doing? Hey. Hey, Sam. So I was out at the uh, Manchester airport today, and I thought it was really a pretty great event that uh, the Liberty Activists put on, did a lot of outreach and so forth. Uh, There were a few observations and things I just wanted to call and share with the audience. Um, I didn't have any problems uh, setting up and filming except for at one point. The, uh, The Manchester airport is laid out to where you walk kind of up a flight of stairs, and then there are TSA checkpoints on the left and right side, depending on which gate you're going to. And then right up the middle is a staircase with an observation deck kind of overlooking both of the security areas. So I went up there to uh, start filming, and wasn't long before two suits uh, came up the stairs. And uh, I called it in on the radio and said they're on their way, and uh, one of the activists showed up with a camera to back me up and make sure the whole thing was filmed. That was Brian Travis. Yeah, the two-way radios. Brian Travis from the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund, cdevolution.org. He's one of the board members uh, over there. It's great having those little two-way radios, man. Those things oh, uh, really so make a difference when you've got multiple activists in the same vicinity. Absolutely. So the guy walks up and says, uh, you, can't, you can't film the screens, the X-ray screens. Screen? And, and I just... Yeah, the, uh, the, I, what he was talking about is as the bags are going through the X-ray screens, they have two, uh, or the X-ray machine, they have two LCD uh, screens that are showing the images, and they don't want pictures of those, of that being published because it kind of gives details. Because they're not on the Internet already? Well, uh, well, no, hold on. <laughs> now, I can see where that one's coming from. I get where it's, it's coming from, I'm, I, but that's not, a, that's not an answer to my question. Um, you know, the fact is, see, this is they the thing. They probably are. This Mark, is the complaint, the more, though. The more examples you have, the the less effective they are. The the easier it would be to figure out how to defeat them. I suppose more examples, but you know the the, the, the privacy. What's in my bag? The how bureaucrats about that? are always complaining about. Oh, you can't take a picture of this museum. The terrorists might have a picture of this museum, yeah. and then they can figure out some way <laughs> to some scale crap. the walls and jump through the skylight <laughs> and kill us all with anthrax aerated yeah. through a, a soda straw or whatever. They like they come up with these ludicrous scenarios when you know. That all this stuff is already online for the taking. Yeah, so he walked up, and, you know, that's the first thing he starts with. He, he reached up at first to actually d- d- touch my camera, and then he kind of caught himself and pulled back and told me to turn it off. And, and I said, uh, excuse me, I don't even know who you are, first off. <laughs> and so he flashes his, uh, F, uh, his federal identification badge. And I said, there's no name on that. And then he pulls back a flap, and you can see his name. And this guy was the FSD, the federal security director who oversees the TSA for this airport. Mm-hmm. And so we introduced ourselves, and uh, he said that, you know, you can't film the, the machines. And I said, okay, that's fine. And I was setting up my camera, and they're looking over my shoulder. I've got the little LCD screen flipped out on the camera. And uh, I, I'm kind of framing it up, and I see them doing this. It's making me nervous, so I just flip the LCD screen closed and use the viewfinder where they couldn't see what I was framing up on. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I, I hit the record button. The red lights in the back of the camera light up so they know it's running. And uh, they go, flip the LCD screen out so we can see what you're taking a picture of. 
<laughs> and I turned to him and I said, I, I'm sorry, I don't consent to any searches. <laughs> Get goes, court order. Oh, that's not a that's not a search. <laughs> I said, well, yes, it is. The the my personal property has the screen closed, and you want me to open it so you can yeah. see what it looks like on the other side. That's a search. <laughs> Leave it to you, Sam. He's absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. You want to look, just get a court order. It shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> but, but that's the mentality that they, sure it is. they have. Is, they just order it, people uh, around. Which is only when we want you to empty your pockets and pat you down. You know, and, and the, the key to it all is, is dehumanization. Like, um, you know, they, yeah. they're better than you are. They're, they're more, uh, you know, mm-hmm. good, right, just, moral, and whatever. And dehumanization has, is what has preceded every atrocity ever. And I'm not saying that I think that an atrocity is coming. I don't know. But that's what... All of this is about same the pat downs, zippy zaps, all that. Sam, is there more to your uh, interactions you want to share? Yes. All right, more uh, coming up here with Sam from ObscuredTruth.com, 800-259-9231. These guys love to throw their weight around and try to intimidate people into and doing bluff. what they want. We'll talk more about that here in a moment. It's Free Talk Live. A passion for service never leaves. I'm Tim Lewis, and after 22 years in the military, I became a mortgage professional, helping my fellow veterans and active duty service members secure VA home loans. Refinancing with a VA loan is a privilege earned through service, and it's my privilege to help you get there. We can help you lower your rate or consolidate debt, even if your current mortgage is not a VA loan. Go to varadio.com to learn more. That's varadio.com. I'm Tim Lewis. Thank you for your service. VARadio.com is a website of iFreedom Direct Corporation, a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com or call 1-800-900-VA-LOAN. VARadio.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the second hour of this, the Thanksgiving Eve edition of the show at 800-259-9231. That number is brought to you by SACL CAI. 1-800-259-9231. And, of course, you can join us on our website. The site actually allows you to control the content. Everything you see on the main page of the site, the main column, has been created by you. If it weren't for listeners like you submitting great show prep suggestions to the site then we wouldn't have anything there, and our site would really suck. So <laughs> thanks to you for, uh, if you've done it, if you've gotten involved in the site, thank you. If you haven't yet, it's pretty easy. You can go to freetalklive.com and learn how there. Uh, you just submit whatever it is you find online you think is interesting, and then other listeners vote on whether uh, they like or dislike it, and the most liked make it to the front page. What an incredible opportunity for uh, you know somebody who's you know kind of kind of into the news, wants to see the, the news stories that they think are, are important. Yeah, I mean, you, you have the opportunity to vote up stories that you think are, um, you know, vote there for, on stories, uh, introduce stories that you think are important, and get them on a nationally syndicated radio Possibly. Show. It's yeah. At the very least, you'll get some more uh, eyeballs on things that you think are interesting, and you'll find other things that you might like to. So, freetalklive.com, 800-259-9231. We want to get your accounts uh, from the events that have been happening all day long today and are still going on, actually, as we speak. Uh, Different airports across the country, the National Opt-Out Day happening, and the mainstream media and the TSA want you to think one thing about it. They want you to think that uh, it's it's a failure. No one's opting out. 
Everything is fine here. Yeah, all that news you fine. heard, no, nobody cares about that. Nobody's excited. However, they're not telling you how many people have decided to opt out fully, which is really what the opt-out folks were promoting, is don't fly at all. If you have to fly, then don't take the, uh, don't take the body scanner. Uh, but they were really, the number one thing they promoted over at WeWon'tFly.com is just don't fly, and the numbers are up significantly this year, double digits. We'll give you the details on who's driving versus flying. That's coming up, but Sam's still with us here from ObscuredTruth.com, so I'd love to get people's experience. Experience, boots on the ground activism experiences from today. And Sam, you were at the Manchester airport. You and I were there together uh, for most of the day today. And so uh, what was your experience? You, uh, you, The suits had come up to try to get you to show them what you were uh, framing up in your viewfinder on your camera. And you refused that based on that being essentially a, a search. They wanted to search your equipment. And you had respected their request to not shoot the, uh, the x-ray machine telescreens basically the monitors that they were using uh, but they wanted to make sure and you refused them yeah so I, I was not about to let them oversee every shot that i take from the balcony or whatever so but i did tell i turned to the guy and said you know look i will i give you my word that i'm not going to shoot your uh, your screens there and you've got nothing to worry about and so he left after that and i guess he didn't trust me very much because they put up curtains that Kind of blocked it, but not really. Well, that's their obligation then, anyway. I mean, uh, anybody should be able to use a camera pretty much any place that they want. There shouldn't be a, you can film this, you can't film that, da 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 you know, a bunch of rules. If you don't want something filmed, it's your obligation to protect it from uh, from view. Yeah, I would kind of agree with you there, but I, I, I also see their concern. I think they Oh, I see their concern. It just goes to show how these masters of security can't figure out how to cover their own screen so somebody couldn't take a picture. I mean, you've got the biggest, most giant camera in the world, but if somebody was up there with some kind of, you know, if an Al-Qaeda member was up there with yeah. an HD, you know, uh, ballpoint pen camera, he could be filming these things all day long. I mean, it just goes to show what a bunch of incompetent rubes they are. Yeah, I, w- I would tend to agree with you there. So what so- else did you observe? While I'm up there, um, I zoomed in on a couple areas. The first part is where they're uh, checking in people with their IDs, and I got the whole, there was this family with three kids that walked up, and they all had to identify themselves to the TSA agent, and then at the end, they all got stickers because they were good boys and girls. Oh, man. (laughs) That's nice. A lollipop with the kids. They get a little TSA (laughs) badge, too. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's what they were, yes, the little badge stickers. And I'm just like, wow. That's horrifying. Each of these kids. So then the next uh, spot that I picked out was where the sort of undressing station where you have to take off the outer layer and your shoes and so forth. Mm -hmm. And there's this guy there. He's wearing these big hiking boots. And uh, he takes them off. He's wearing white socks except for the bottom and the outside of his foot. That's like dirty and brown, Mm -hmm. really nasty looking. The socks are probably a couple years old. And he's walking around on the floor like that, where other people are actually, there's a lot of women that went through during the day that didn't, you know, didn't wear socks and are yeah, in their barefoot, barefoot feet. Sure. And so you know, there's, uh, there's got to be sanitary issues there because Absolutely. they're not coming through every 15 minutes mopping that floor. They do it, as far as I could tell, once a day, mm. maybe Jeez. twice. Um, then I also filmed them doing the pat-downs after you go through the little glass box room, and I actually caught a guy with a medical device. There was quite a bit of conversation going back and forth. He had tubes or something attached to him, and, uh, you know, it took quite a, a, a fair amount of time for him to get through that and for the screener to pat him down multiple times and so forth, and 
I got to imagine that's pretty humiliating for Absolutely. some people, and it's just I don't know. There's not really a reason for it. But so, what was your impression uh, of uh, how the I guess the uh, the kind of the opt out outreach ses- session with the activists was received by the people that were in the airport that day? So it's weird because that that was the next thing I was going to go to. I talked to some of the folks. I wasn't doing doing signs or anything, but I was talking to the people that were. And they said they were getting a lot of negative responses, and I heard people say that, too. Uh, I heard a lady walk out and say, I went through three airports, and I didn't get scanned. And, you know, that, that was her attitude kind of thing, walking out. Well, don't worry. You won't and, ever get scanned. Just keep yeah, living well, your life the way you are. Everything will be fine. I think the, the, the sort of psychology behind it is these people are um, going through this, and they're subjecting themselves to it, and they're telling themselves that, well, no, it's okay, it should be fine, the government is here to take care of me and keep me safe. And yeah, that's absolutely. Presenting these ideas that, hey, they could be giving you cancer, irradiating you, uh, there are um, hygiene concerns, and all of the, in addition to all of the Of course you'd want to not believe them, right? I mean, it's uh, cognitive dissonance right. kicking in. So you, you attack the messenger, and, and you or and actually what I did is at the end of the day before I left, I went back to the FSD, the, the suit guy, and talked to him. And I said, you know, I think you guys did a really great job. Uh, you, you could have made issues of some of these things, and I, I think you handled it very well. I'm pretty impressed, and we had a quite a long conversation. I That's tried to tell him about some hoods for the screens that would help block the, uh, the them from being seen from above and so forth, but... He had the uh, the same thing to say about us. He said, you guys were great. You didn't really cause a disruption. There was one guy, and of course he's talking about Rich Paul. He, he tried to use the megaphone inside the airport. <laughs> I gave uh, Rich Paul the megaphone. And, and the reason why... Bad idea. No, it was a great <laughs> idea, and here's why. Because somebody had made a sign. I don't know who it was, and I thought it was just absolutely awful. Uh, it said, it said uh, report gate rape. And I'm sorry, but uh, and and there was one. Uh, had I seen that sign, I would have found it awful. But that my first encounter with with it was I was inside the airport, and some young couple uh, I, I think was heckling some of the activists, and they said I don't remember exactly what they said, uh, but uh, when I was there, they and talking with them, and it was you know they were pretty you know, upset. Uh, she pointed out there's a sign out there about one of your signs, you know, grouping us all together yeah. as though I'd written up all these signs or we all had agreed on them uh, was uh, just referencing rape. And uh, she thought that was inappropriate. And I completely agree with her. It absolutely yeah. is. This is not rape. It's it's certainly a molestation. It's an unwanted sexual uh, touching or an unwanted touching of one's genitalia. One, well, yeah, but that is not touching. rape. And that's hyperbolic to the point of really offending people that, you know, certainly have been raped. And and offending people that uh, would uh, would su- support uh, rape victims as well. So I thought that was a big mistake uh, on whoever it was as part to uh, to make that particular sign. And I saw Rich Paul holding it at one point. Uh, there was a lady out at uh, that was holding some signs out on the side of the road, and she had had it, but she covered it up with another sign. And I said, thank you for doing that. But later when I saw Rich Paul with it, uh, and he was walking around yelling things in the airport, I went up to him and I said, hey, Rich, uh, 
can I trade you the uh, megaphone for that sign? He was like, yeah. And so I uh, went out and got the megaphone. And, and Rich Paul's great on a megaphone. So he started tromping around in the uh, the outside of the uh, the airport, yelling things like, uh, you know, thousands standing around and go away TSA uh, through the, the megaphone, which was fantastic. Much better than uh, toting around a... Uh, a sign referencing rape in a hyperbolic manner. So I hope that explains that. And thanks for the call tonight, Sam. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up what you want. Take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. What were your experiences today if you were in the airports? Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. This is Free Talk Live, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can bring up whatever you want, though certainly the topics have focused mainly on opt-out day, national opt-out day happening at uh, dozens of airports around the country. Details on that, wewon'tfly.com. I have a feeling this isn't going to be the only time uh, We Won't Fly does some sort of air- airport outreach. There are a lot of people that were pretty excited uh, by this. It's a great opportunity for activists to get out there uh, and get in, you know, get in front of people and, and talk about what the TSA is doing uh, with these body scanners, what those things are. A lot of people don't know and what this new and more invasive pat-down method is, and uh, just inform people and encourage them to say, screw this, we're going to drive, or we're not going to fly at all, and or if I have to fly, I'm going to not take the body scanner, because maybe it's going to be dangerous. It's, does, the safety of those body scanners is in question, as uh, as far as I'm concerned. Of course, the TSA would like you to be, oh, yeah, it's fine. Oh, don't worry about it. Uh, but there are other people that are saying, yeah, it yeah. looks kind of dangerous. You know, I, I think X-rays. that I think generally poison is in the dose. And I p- think probably that these scanners will be safe for the average person. But you don't know. There's a there's a chance. They said the same thing about the flu shots, and yeah. one of them made you extremely sick. Right. There's just a chance that it's going to make you sick, and I don't see any reason to expose myself to that. Well, what if they are? But Mark, what if they are safe? Let's assume they are. Mm-hmm. They're still taking naked pictures of you and your wife and your children that they claim they and they lied at first that they don't store them. That they find out they yep. do. They can store them. They can store them, and they will because if some hot chick goes through there, you know they're going to do it. Oh, screen yeah. capture. Yeah. <laughs> Print screen. You That's bet. all you have to do. You know, you it's can imagine nature. the girls' soccer team, uh, you know, going through. I, I, I'm, you know, the, the guy watching that screen's watching a little more intently to make oh. sure they're not oh. hide, hiding anything in Oh, there. he may save some shots for later, too. It, it yeah, may very well. Certainly a possibility. So I would love to hear your experiences. Maybe you've been in the airport today as a passenger, or maybe you work at one, or maybe you were there as a, an opt-out. Uh, they're going to call them protesters in the media, but for me, I was there for outreach. I was there to reach people with a message, a message of uh, freedom. And my message today, I'd sculpted to be more, I guess, a little more wide-cutting than just addressing the TSA. And I wasn't the only person. I, I, I had a feeling I wouldn't be, but there was one of the Graftonites that was up there that had a U.S. out of New Hampshire sign. So I kind of did a, a riff on that, not knowing he would be there. But 
I did a riff on that one where mine said uh, U.S. Excuse me, Feds out of NH, and and then the the rest of it was uh, secede now. So I figured I'd, I'd widen the message, and plus, then I can use the sign at a later time. Sure, it'll just be a TSA thing. Uh, so oh oh, I'd, I'd mentioned that this uh, suit had approached me since Sam was talking about the suits trying to elbow in on him and like oversee and micromanage his every single shot that he was trying to frame up in his camera. And he he didn't stand for it, by the way. He uh, refused to allow them to uh, to meddle with his equipment. Yeah, they picked two 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 of the wrong guys there to mess with. Well, and that's that's good too because right. I mean, Sam and I have been doing this for a little while. It's it's more likely that we're going to be targeted because we'll do things that other people who are newer into the uh, the activism movement won't. And that's a good thing because it it means that uh, the, the newer folks are less likely to be uh, accosted by these bureaucrats. So I was standing out on this intersection, or I guess not really an intersection, but it's where the, the roads split off. I was on a median. The other activists were in this area where apparently some TSA suit had told one of the activists earlier on, all right, this is where you can be. You can be here or you can be here. And both of the places were outside the airport. It's a little chilly out in New Hampshire right now. It wasn't too bad, though. The sun was out most of the time I was there. And uh, so you could be here or here. And so a bunch of, you know, a handful of people were here. They were at the, the front of the airport outside the terminal where he had specified. And I didn't want to be there. There was a big truck kind of parked shortly uh, before that. And that was obscuring vision and not a good place uh, to be, in my opinion. So I took my sign and I stood out in the median. And it wasn't more than uh, 10 or 15 minutes before some suit, uh, I saw him crossing the road behind me. And I'm like, all right, here we go. Uh, and so he comes up. Hey, buddy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, not your buddy. I didn't say that back to him, but uh, you he know, knew turned, your name anyway. Uh, well, I don't know about that, Wayne. <laughs> but uh, he turned. Uh, I turned around, and he was, "Oh, yeah, you know." I'd, uh, let me see. What was the phraseology that he used? It's a very common bureaucrat move for them to basically come I'm up. I have to ask you to leave. No, he didn't actually say that. He said something to the effect of, uh, "Yeah, I'm going to need you to go over, uh, go over there." And he did use the term ask. I'm, I'm asking you to uh, to go over there because he, he rephrased it a few times as I wasn't moving anywhere. <laughs> uh, I just looked at him, you know, straight in the eyes and I said, yeah, I'm pretty comfortable right here. And so he, you know, he tried a, a couple more times with that particular move and then just went away and i never saw hide nor hair of him, <laughs> right. uh, after that at some point the local cops uh you know the cops are always on the scene in the airport they're the, whoever the local jurisdiction is has cops. yeah they've got cops there and at one point some cop rolls up on the scene he gets out of his car i waved at him as he uh, as he drove up and he waved back and he gets out of his car like unloading groceries or something and he's i said hey how you doing he said oh yeah fine Just went in did his thing so we didn't have it's a problem. national update day party that they were having maybe we didn't have a problem with the police at all it it was just the TSA airport security bureaucrats that were trying to throw their weight around and get people to do as they say. And this is a common move when it comes to the bureaucrats. They will try to order you around. And they know that most people will do it. So it's typically, they'll obey, it's typically a good move for them. Oh, somebody's standing where you don't want them to? Just go and tell them to move. Mm. It's fun. Well, yeah, in a wolf pack, you know, the alpha dog bites the the, the underlings in, in the ear to let them know who's dominant. Who, mm-hmm. So that's who's what they're doing. Who's in charge here? Yeah, who's in charge here? So they're bite, they're going to try to bite you on the ear to establish dominance over you. So you have a choice. You, you can refuse to be bitten. You can keep turning your head. 
Now, had a cop come over and threatened me with arrest, I would have had to. Uh, oh I would yeah, have had to yeah that's a different story sure. there. because uh, because I've you know I'm already uh, on bail three times well, and just, I'd go straight to jail. You got to make them do it though. That's you yeah. know in 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 that process you're exposing the violence inherent in the system. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And you know by that time, had they brought a cop up, I would have. I did not bring up my quick.com, qik.com, also my my smartphone that will allow me to broadcast video live to the internet. I hadn't recorded that first bureaucrat because I was busy holding my sign. I just didn't have time to pull my gloves off and get into the the phone but had they brought a cop up i would have absolutely uh, clicked that and made up made as much hay out of the uh, the episode as i could and then and then i would have backed down but more people need to experiment with this and it's a it's a tough area to get over because there's that scary lots of bureaucrat and they've got power and they could hurt me uh but it's luckily only the ones with the uh, the badges and the guns that really have the ability to uh, to do anything so it's it's easier to handle one of the administrators or whoever some suit i don't even know what his role was i i should have maybe asked him who he was uh but i was just i just wanted to basically let him know that well thanks very much for that suggestion i think i'll stay right here i appreciate maybe you're concerned for my safety i don't know what your concern is but uh thank have you have a nice day but no thanks but you know this airport issue is so important because if they get away with this if people don't object to this they're going to end up in the bus stations and the malls and the sports stadiums and everything they're going to be everywhere it's if already people don't started. stop if people don't stop it right here yeah. and well, I am not, not and I am not flying until this baloney stops That's a serious thing to say I mean you fly for a living you've got uh, your computer programmer you get flown down to Florida and other places to uh, to mm-hmm. work on code for people and I, I suppose you could do that remotely to some extent right To some extent but uh, you know I've already told clients I'm not flying until this is over, but you're willing to you're willing to give that possibly give up contracts over this. Well, I can do some things remotely, you know, and I can but not everything. Not everything. No, I'm going to turn. I'm going to have to turn down work in other states. That's a that's a huge commitment. I think it's going to be over soon. I really do. <sighs> Man, I appreciate that optimism. I don't know if I agree. Well, leave yourself an out. If uh, you know, if you got to make a living, you got to yeah. make a living. You know, uh, eight hundred. I'm not going to be groped. One eight hundred. Not getting X-rated. Two five nine ninety two thirty one. The SACL CAI toll free line. You can bring up whatever you want. You can tell your story if you've been in the airports today. This is Free Talk Live. Or again, take control. Bring up anything. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Tollhouse Morsels, helping you create special moments and memories your family will cherish forever. Visit us at tollhouse.com. You may bake for birthdays and holidays, but why stop there? Sweeten up the rest of the year by designating monthly dessert days. Treat your family to one of their favorites or surprise them with something new. Either way, you'll create a tradition everyone will love. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll free at 800 259 9231. The SACL CAI toll free line 800 259 9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features you'll find there free. Uh, features including our archives. If you've missed a moment of the show, you can click and download. They're there, a whole bunch of them, going all the way back as late as 2006. Uh, head on over to freetalklive.com, the top of the page. You'll find the last week's worth, and then you click into the archive section and go all the way back to 06. Uh, it's all there for you, and it's free, courtesy of HostGator. All of it there at freetalklive.com. Yeah, HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting. They make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name. You can create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates they have more than 4500 free templates use coupon code 
uh, well, you could use the coupon code FTL, but actually we've created a portal for you to make it easier. It's hostgator.freetalklive.com. You'll get your first month completely free, whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website. Use hostgator.freetalklive.com. They've got a 45-day money-back guarantee, 24-7, um, uh, you know, te- uh, technical support. HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com. We continue. When I hear your stories, if you've been in the airports uh, today, maybe just as a traveler, did they shut down the backscatter machine? Some people are claiming they did in some airports. Uh, the TSA saying, oh, that was no problem. Nobody was opting out today. Hardly anybody was opting out today, which actually, from their perspective, may have been true because, well... Most people didn't fly, so most people actually did opt out. Uh, Maybe we'll get you uh, some of the numbers here in a little bit, but a significant increase in people deciding to not fly this year. So we'll, uh, we'll tell you about that here and also want to hear your stories. If you've been in the airports at 800-259-9231, maybe you were part of the opt-out reaches that were happening around the country. We did one here in Manchester. I was there for about four hours uh, today, and it was overall, I would say, a positive experience. Sure, there was some uh, some negative Nancys that, uh, that were some of the passengers, but there were also people that said thank you very much uh, for doing this, that were very appreciative of the fact that folks uh, that uh, the activists were there, and of course the activists were also reaching out to to people and giving out uh, flyers from WeWon'tFly.com and uh, Meg over at LibertyFlare.com put some special ones together just for uh, just for the New Hampshire activism, which is just was a great event. We had at least thirty people that had showed up there before I left, and there was still a few more hours remaining uh, after I left, and so some more faces have shown up. We're actually posting the videos uh, from the the local television station in Manchester over at freekeen.com so you can see uh, some of what was going on today. But was talking about the tactics that these bureaucrats use, the administrators or any bureaucrat really, uh, they they are very interested in control, and it's I think it's exciting for them to to some at some level to go and tell you what to do and have you obey them. That's like. I don't. I wouldn't say they get all. They all get off on it, but to some extent, I think that that exists. Like I can boss these people around. Watch them obey me. Look. Look at what they'll do. Uh, so they attempted to get me to leave the median at one point when I had had a sign. Go. You need to go to the designated area. You need to go to the free speech zone. Yeah. Mm. Uh, no thanks. I appreciate that, but no. I'll just be. I. I am fine no right free here. Free speech zone for me. Appreciate I told him. It. I told him. I. I'm fine right where I am. And or something to that effect, I, and I wish I had recorded it so I could remember exactly what uh, what transpired because sometimes it all just kind of melts together. All of the interactions with yeah. these bureaucrats. But there was another time too when I was inside the airport, a different suit bureaucrat came up. This was the head of the security for the airport. He walks. I walk up to a group of the activists. So he's not TSA then. Uh, yeah, he is TSA. Okay. He's just a suit. He's not one of the. Well, blue. They have to have like multiple layers of security. I'm just you know wondering. Right, they got the guys in blue. Those are the low level TSA okay. guys, and then they've got the uh, the guys that are are I guess kind of scattered throughout the airport and observing. And then there's the the uh, the administrative guys. This is what I understand it. Those are at least three layers I'm aware of. So this guy walks up. I I arrive inside. It wasn't the first time I'd been inside. I'd come back inside after holding the sign outdoors for an hour. I'd uh, come back inside, and this suited bureaucrat comes right up, extends his hand to me, and says, uh, "I'm Brian, or whatever the heck his name was. I don't remember. Robert uh, from uh, from the TSA, the head of security here at the airport." And I shook his hand. You know, I'm I'm amicable. Uh, so uh, I, I shook his hand. You should have offered him a hug. I mean, he doesn't qualify for the police <laughs> hugging. You know, uh, squad. that's a good point, Mark. It did. You know, sometimes I'm not. <laughs> on the ball as I should be with the police hugging squad. Some hugging bureaucrat hugger you are. This activism stuff takes practice, okay? 
So he walks up, he introduces himself, and immediately, as soon as he puts his, pulls his hand back from the handshake, his other hand comes out with a piece of paper. Maybe, it actually looked like a packet of papers. I, I didn't take it from him, uh, but you know, here are our rules, or something like I don't remember exactly what he said, but uh, you know, I'm so-and-so from the, T- the TSA, the head of security, and, then, and here's, uh, here's our rules. And I said, oh, I don't need to see that. <laughs> and that was it. He walked away. You know, I don't want to read your stupid rules. I don't care what they are. Been, at least at this point, his butt's covered. He's offered you the rules. Well, yeah. he's expecting you to say, "Oh wow, Mister." Yeah. I'm, I'll read. Oh gee. Oh, I didn't know I wasn't allowed to be here. Oh, let me just sit down and read these pages. Somebody and wrote pages. that stuff down. Well, that must yeah. be important stuff. Yeah. You know, essentially, he wants us to leave, and he had done this to the other activists that were there. One of the guys, uh, Bill, who had, one of the folks that had brought a camera along, of course, it's always important to bring cameras when you do activism. He was there, and he pointed out that every time somebody has shown up since he's been standing there, this guy comes down from his perch, introduces himself, and tries to hand them the paperwork. Which <laughs> is very interesting. Yeah. Not really going well with the New Hampshire activists, huh? <laughs> At one point, the uh, WMUR reporter shows up, and they're taking their B-roll footage. Did you try to give them the, uh, the, uh, uh, the paperwork, too? I don't recall that. Uh, but it was probably at a different time, actually, Mark. Was, and it doesn't matter. So the WMUR reporter comes up, and he comes up to this group of activists, maybe about seven, six or seven activists standing together. And uh, he says, well, who's – it's something to the effect of, all right, who's, who's the leader here? Who's in, charge? who's in charge? And everybody just kind of looks around at, uh, at one another and nobody says anything. And he's, William wasn't there. He stammers a little bit. William, you mean a seven-year-old boy who's frequently referenced as the president, the president of the of New me. Hampshire Underground. Right. Um, <laughs> Which is just some great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. When someone that's, asks who's in charge. seven-year-old is. Right. You point to him. It's him. Yeah. Hi, mister. That's good stuff. Um, so, yeah, we couldn't do that. So everybody's just kind of standing there. Uh, yeah, we don't know how to answer that question because nobody's in charge. And the guy ends up doing the, the right thing from his perspective. The reporter isn't really sure, like, you know, does not compute to some extent, not sure how to handle this. Usually in, in any group, there's somebody who is the go-to guy. Yeah, good and enough for him, right? He actually turns to the guy in the suit of the, of the group and, and interviews him. So uh, one of our activists who is, uh, you know, like dressed real nice ends up uh, getting on television. Yadra, was it? Nope, nope. Okay. It was uh, somebody else entirely, actually. Somebody who's, relative, I think, relatively new. There's actually a, a number of new faces uh, at this particular event. Some people had just fresh moved into New Hampshire, and this was like one of the first it's things they'd done. It's a safe bet. Interview the guy in the suit, sure. Yeah. And they actually entered, interviewed another lady that had just moved up from uh, from New York. But uh, again, all that stuff is posted over at freekeen.com. I would say, overall, a very successful day at Manchester. They, again, the worst we had to deal with was these suits just trying to order people around, and the activists were having nothing to do with their orders and they backed off and they never brought the cops around and so all was well there what was your experience 800-259-9231 let's go to unscreened on the amp lines you're on free talk live hello there hi this is matt from illinois hey, matt what's on your mind tonight uh, i had a quick observation to make about something that sam said <laughs> sam said that the uh the tsa agents were passing out badges to children it's hard to say what they were passing out. I've seen these, though. They're, they're little government bureaucrat stickers. Um, it is a sticker of some sort. It's a badge sticker. Is it a badge? Yeah, okay. I've seen these. Okay, that makes me wonder if sometime in the future we're going to hear about little children playing PSA agent instead of doctor. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. What about you, Matt? Did you get out uh, and do anything today? Or are you at work? Uh, 
no, I had uh, other things to do. I had uh, family matters to take care of. And that's the thing. A lot out. of people are, you know, they're busy. It's hard to come out in the middle of the daytime on a work day for something like this. But nonetheless, we're hearing reports of, you know, at least a dozen activists in some airports. And it, it, in New Hampshire, we had at least, I would say, three dozen, uh, but, you know, close to it by the time I left. And I know more people showed up after uh, I left. So it was, it was great. Any other thoughts you well, want to share? I- I'm hoping to to get out to New Hampshire sometime, and I'm sure if I was in New Hampshire, I would have found the time to to do some activism. But it doesn't seem like it's going to do a whole hell of a lot of good right. out here. It, this Illinois. is absolutely true, Matt. Uh, you know, <laughs> I totally understand I don't blame you. why people don't get involved in things outside of New Hampshire. I didn't. I mean, I I don't think I protested one thing in Sarasota, Florida. Why? What was the point? Well, the point is to right. uh, to get your feet wet and to uh, get out there in front of people. And for yeah, me, my and activism- now we give people advice not to do that. I don't generally think it's a good way to spend your time. I think you'd be better off saving your money and, and moving to New Hampshire. But I don't. I wouldn't advise against getting involved in things. I don't think I've ever advised against that, Mark. Thanks for the call, Matt. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. What I would say is don't stick your neck out for those people. It's Free Talk Live. Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? Dell Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Dell Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid, and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DellValleySilver.com. DellValleySilver.com. Take control of these airwaves at 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features you'll find there completely free. Again, freetalklive.com. If you enjoy this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can shop with us. Oh, Black Friday's coming up, by the way. Which, of course, means huge sales all around in all kinds of different department stores. But they do have Black Friday deals online as well. And they also have the Cyber Monday thing. But there are Black Friday deals available. In fact, I got an update from Newegg today, which is something we don't talk about often enough, I think. Uh, Newegg.freetalklive.com. If you're somebody who likes to buy computer parts or electronics, like, say, flat screen televisions and neat Blu-ray players and gizmos and things like that. Uh, and I'm definitely one of those people. If you're uh, like that. You want to go to Newegg.freetalklive.com. You probably already know about Newegg. It's just the, one of the most popular consumer electronics slash computer parts websites out there. And they've got their Black Friday specials. They have, uh, they're putting them out there. I think already they're promoting them. And whenever you enter newegg.freetalklive.com, you enter through that link, about a percent to two percent of the uh, the total sale is given to the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund at cdevolution.org. So... Get a great deal on a Black Friday sale thing coming up here at the end of this uh, this this week this weekend uh, over at Newegg and help the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund as well. I'd imagine you're going to find some great deals at Amazon too. And of course, if you go to Amazon.freetalklive.com and you enter Amazon through that link, then uh, Free Talk Live will get even more than one or two percent. I think with Amazon, it's uh, on consumer electronics four percent. On everything else, it's like seven to eight percent. So. 
You've got holiday shopping to do. The deals are going to be hidden all over the place. Check Amazon, check Newegg, and place your orders and get your stuff online. Don't deal with the department stores and the lines and the fights and the hassles and the parking and all of the other crap that goes along with uh, actually having to go out and do the shopping. Do it online, amazon.freetalklive.com and newegg.freetalklive.com. And when it comes to potential police abuse, the most important place to protect yourself is while driving. FreedomCam.net has a groundbreaking new product that gives you the best all-around protection. The GPS black, spot, black Box Dash Cam. And Ian, you and I have ours uh, sitting right here. And uh, I can't wait for you to put it in my car. Me? I don't do that kind of work. Yeah. yeah You're yeah. the handyman. I, I fix things made of wood. <laughs> it doesn't seem wood. like it's that hard, Mark. I mean, it comes with a cigarette lighter adapter. I wouldn't know. I haven't even looked at it. Oh, okay. I just wait for you to do it. Sorry, what, Wayne? Read the instructions. No, that, that's, Ian can read the instructions. This is, uh, he's the IT guy. I mean, what do I pay him for? I don't <laughs> drill holes and things like that. That's your job. If you need a hole drilled, let me know. This easy-to-use unit has video cameras recording all around and inside the vehicle. It also has a built-in microphone. And on top of that, there's a GPS navigation uh, system which records your driving route and speed. It's for traffic stops, accidents, all kinds of other incidents. So if you're you know, dealing with some cop who's getting out of, out of line, you've got evidence to prove what he did. I mean, that's what all these YouTube videos are about. Somebody who had a camera. FreedomCam.net makes it easy for you to protect yourself with the ultimate witness. FreedomCam.net. All right, 800-259-9231. Let's continue here with your thoughts. You can bring up whatever you want. If you were, you've been in the airports today, maybe doing some outreach for the opt-out day, national opt-out day, we won't fly.com. I would love to hear your stories and your experiences. Uh, meantime, we go to Mark in Indiana. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Wayne, and another Mark. Hello, Mark. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Ain't that much. I was in an airport um, any time within the last couple of years. I just wanted, kind of wanted you to uh, clarify something for me, Ian. Do you think, I mean, I guess technically there are, but I've talked to friends of mine about this, uh, and it, it sounds like a safe generalization that all cops are bad, right? Well, no. I think there are some good cops out there. I just think that they're not doing as much good as they could. They could be doing much more to uh, protect people that actually need protecting as opposed to writing tickets uh, for a bunch of nonsense. And there's also the point that even the so-called good cops don't do anything to out the bad cops, thereby... You know, you could make the claim that because they don't try to bust the bad cops that they're not good as a result of that, but I think they're just scared, and I don't blame anybody for being scared of uh, violent thugs and what they might do. You may very well know what another cop is doing, um, but you really don't have the evidence you to pursue gather the them. evidence. Remember, well, but remember, most of these guys spend most of their time not with each other. I mean, it's not like they run around in one big gang. They're, they're sent out all no, over the place. but it's Here, also not here's a secret. A ticket, here's a book of tickets. It's also not a secret who the bad ones are in many yeah, cases and what they're doing. it's also very difficult to, uh, you know, to, to not do your job. Yeah, but if they're and then chase after somebody else. It's not like these guys say, oh, go out and solve some crimes, fellas. They say, go over here, here's your book of tickets, yeah. pass these things out. But that doesn't mean that they couldn't go to internal affairs and say, hey, look, Inter- I know what these you guys are You know as doing. well as I do internal. Look, if you're, the, if you're proposing that these people do uh, their job and, and bust people, you know internal affairs is just as uh, you know, in on it as That's everybody else. That's exactly my point, is that these cops, the corruption rises through the ranks, so if... One of the so-called good cops goes up the the ranks. He's going to likely encounter one of the bad cops that's on the inside of well, you know the drug dealing or the the holding up of uh, you know whatever the heck it is they're doing holding up drug dealers. They do that too. And here's the thing: I know there's there's obviously corrupt you know cops and thugs out there that are cops, but I would say anyone involved whatsoever investigating 
arresting people, whatever, and the war on drugs is a bad cop. They might be a nice person. They might be decent otherwise. But if they're involved in that, I'm sorry. I don't care what anyone says. They're bad. But you I know? generally agree with you. But not all cops are involved in uh, narcotics. They're not all on the narcotics squad. And many cops who, when they pull over somebody with, uh, they find them with a bag of marijuana, they'll let them go. And so you know, it could be also, worse. Also, I mean, you need to, what you need to understand is the ideas of liberty came to us all at different times in our lives. And the, these guys, they haven't been educated on these ideas. Many of them, if they do get educated, obviously they've got a larger amount of cognitive dissonance going on because they get paychecks from this stuff. And, you know, the arguments are, are what they are on the other side, so they tend to believe those arguments. They're doing what they are doing out of the fact that they believe that they believe it's the right thing to do. Okay, well, I know a lot around here that, you know, when they pull people over and find a gram of pot, whatever, something real minor, they'll arrest them in a heartbeat. They don't care. That's sure, bad. It's, sure. a, it's, a, it's the wrong thing to do, and they are probably believing they're doing what's right. That's the thing. That's the, the weird thing about it all is that uh, they likely wouldn't be doing those things if they didn't think they were the right things. Well, there's do. a lot of indoctrination in their training, the so-called law and order indoctrination, where they're not looking at it in terms of, is this person hurting somebody or not? Drugs are bad. Bad people do drugs. Well, they can't possibly they believe that. Most of them have smoked pot. Oh, a lot of them have. I don't know if most of them have. Uh, most of the new ones going in. It's a, that may be true. Oh, I think for a yeah. long time that's that's been the case. And they just say they're doing their job, and that's what all this leads to. You know, they're just doing their job. God forbid they question anything. Well, doing their job leads to a police state. You're absolutely right about that, and certainly there's uh, plenty of indicators that we're going down that road. Any other thoughts you want to share tonight? No, that's it. Mark, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. 800-259-9231. Las Vegas, according to the Associated Press, here are the numbers. Michael Summermeyer's Thanksgiving plan goes like this. Load his wife and children into the Ford Taurus, hand his teens an iPad stocked with movies, and drive 15 hours from Las Vegas to Texas. Summermeyer would not have it any other way. Lost in the frenzy over new airport inspections is the fact that 94% of holiday travelers will reach their destination by road this year. For some, a snarled freeway, and indeed, there have been reports that, at least I've heard in Massachusetts, there's traffic been backed up for 30 miles uh, Mm. down there today. I was just through there today. For some, a snarled freeway, yeah, but you weren't on the east side, right? You were on the, the western, less populated side of Massachusetts? Yes, that's right. Yeah, I think more of the closer to Boston, as people are moving around in the, the highways out there, it's going pretty slow. And uh, $3 a gallon gasoline is a welcome respite from the madness of air travel. The t- right, and by the way, um, you know, if you've got a small family, if it's just you and your wife or uh, one child, especially if that child's under the age of two, you know, it, go, flying is cheaper than driving in a lot of cases. But it's just not worth all the trouble. Mm-hmm. And the risks. Not just the, the trouble, but the possible risks of the, the radiation and the you know perverts touching your kids. Being hassled by the, the, the TSA. That's a, that's a reality. Roughly 39 point... Oh, excuse me. The, the traveler also said the full body scan. I'm worried about it because of the radiation. They claim it's safe, but who knows? It wouldn't be the first time the government's told you a lie. Yeah, and if they're mm-hmm. wrong... <laughs> what, what kind of restitution are you going to get? Nothing. I just don't want them laughing at my pec implants. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> Roughly 39.7 million Americans will travel, uh, travel by road this year. A 12% increase from last Thanksgiving. That's a significant jump. Now, you can't, make the, you can't jump to the conclusion and say, well, all those 12%, those millions of people would have been in the air last year. And maybe they're traveling this year and they didn't travel last year. I mean, it's hard to say. Uh, but there are more people 
traveling by road this time around this year significantly more 12% of four you know 40 million people that's a yeah. that's a lot the, the 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 airline industry is on its last legs at this point anyway they've been domestic, consolidating and selling d- and- domestic air travel and international air travel are both down somewhere between 25 and 30% from 9/11 i mean what kind of industry can take that kind of hit and then when you're talking about the biggest travel day of the year and it's down by 12 percent these new uh believe me these new pat downs the tsa are getting they're not going to get any more fun for people as everybody realizes oh this Uh, is a reality now there is another number here uh apparently the amount of people flying also went up however not nearly how long can you hold your breath (sighs) not long After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart. 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. Talk Live. We are launching into the third hour of this, the Thanksgiving Eve edition of the program. 800-259-9231 is the number. And we're taking your experiences. Of course, we'll take your calls about anything. That's the point of the show. But uh, primarily focusing on the TSA National Opt-Out Today. Uh, excuse me. National Opt-Out Day was today. And a lot of uh, liberty activists up here in New Hampshire headed out to the airports. In fact, activists around the country uh, heading out to airports. Dozens of airports had National Opt-Out Day outreach events happening at them. Of course, the media is going to call them protests, even though people doing them might have called them protests because that tends to be what people call these things. Uh, but I like to consider it you know, more positive, uh, put a more positive view on it. And I think that uh, the words you choose are important. And uh, what I was doing was, was outreach today. But I want to hear your stories. What were your experiences like? Who did you run into? Did the TSA try to give you trouble? Did the local cops uh, try to intervene? For us, it was it was pretty easy going. Uh, generally, when I was actually out there with the sign in the median holding it so everybody that was driving in could see the, the message that I had, which is actually a secessionist message, uh, feds out of New Hampshire, feds out of NH, secede now. That's what my sign said. And so people... I would say generally we're busy looking at the airport. Yeah. Like the, the, my general uh, reception was not really looking at all. Uh, they're busily trying to figure out which way to go, where to park, where the people are that they're trying to pick up, who's you know where they need to. Which they just thought you were Harry Krishna. They need to drop. Pe- <laughs> okay. Uh, the which terminal at which uh, they need to drop people off, and then Harry Krishnas are the people that won a court case a long time ago with the right to pass out flowers at the airport. Yeah, hand out stuff uh, to people at the airports. So, that happened to me once. It was disturbing. Really? When yeah. was that? 
This is quite some time ago. You could shave your head except for a little spot in the back that you have a little ponytail. Yeah, I saw them in Airplane. That's the only place I've ever seen them was in the movie Airplane from the late 1970s, early 80s. They tried to recruit me a few times. It was hilarious, that movie, by the way. Make sure you see that. Um, So... As I was saying, uh, I, the, the response from people, at least where I was, was mixed. I would say it's, it was mostly uh, they were busy looking at other things. Or if they did notice, you know, there was frequently smiles and, and there were waves and thumbs up and acknowledgement, positive acknowledgement. And also the requisite negative acknowledgement. One lady kind of uh, circled her hand near her head, her forehead in kind of a crazy or crazy uh, aspect. Uh, she was doing that. And, you know, there were some people that were a little grumpy uh, as well. But that's what you're going to get whenever you whenever you hold a sign on the side of the road. Uh, you're always going to typically are going to get a mixed uh, mixed reaction. And what, are you crazy? And the comments were very nice, too. Uh, the people that actually, you know, w- we were talking to in the airport, the people that were being handed information, were very. Uh, most of them were very appreciative, uh, very nice about it. So it was a great day. The cops left us alone. The airport bureaucrats tried to push us around, but we weren't, uh, most of us were not having any of that. And uh, so we'd love to hear your experiences at 800-259-9231. Oh, was giving you some numbers here. Uh, this story is from the Associated Press. They're running down the details on... Exactly how many people were traveling today? The statistics, according to, again, the, uh, the AP, 94% of Americans will be traveling via car, via the ground, essentially. Uh, maybe a that handful leaves 6% on the train. to split among uh, trains, yeah. planes, uh, buses. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so the, the story here from the AP goes into a little bit more detail. The, it's actually up a 12% increase. So 39.7 million Americans will be traveling by road this year, 12% increase from last Thanksgiving. According to a AAA travel survey of 50,000 U.S. households contacted during the week of October 25th. Now, actually, the article makes it clear that's before all of this WeWon'tFly.com controversy even started. So, first of all, that means one thing. It means that We Won't Fly can't claim responsibility for this. Not that they could anyway, because there's no way you can know what uh, people what people are thinking. Uh, but uh, on the other hand, that also means that the government's doing this to themselves. I mean, they're just the, – the airport is such an undesirable experience for people that without any promotion, without WeWon'tFly.com getting 50,000 hits a day, being the most – the number one liberty-oriented website, jumping beyond – I think LouRockwell.com is surpassing Lou Rockwell, the longtime most popular – uh, website. Yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. Well, I mean, it might trail yeah, off, yeah, sure. But yeah. but my point being, the, the the explosion of publicity, the explosion of all these news stories. I mean, there are thousands of mentions of opt out in the news today. Before all of that, AAA did this uh, this study of fifty thousand households. It's a huge sample size that uh, found out that yeah. More people are traveling by car this year than last. Now, more people are also traveling by plane this year than last. That could be a statement of the economy. And, mm-hmm. just, but then again, it was only 3 to 5% more. So, I mean, that's margin of error more, basically. 3 to 5% in some cases. I don't know what the margin of error was on this particular poll. That's but about right. 3% is not a significant number in any But that's poll. only from last year, right? Correct. Like the, the bottom of the new depression? Hmm. What three right? 3. Right, I want to see 5%. the numbers of the last uh, fifteen years and uh, of how many people are traveling because I suspect. Well, right, if 
if if the economy let's just let's just jump to a conclusion and say these numbers are up because of the economy more people traveling by car more people traveling by plane 12% more by car 3 to 5% more by plane it's not rec- it's not uh, requisite not, I'm, I'm missing the word i want but it's not the same it's not on Ratio. the same level uh yeah the, there there are more people traveling by car than uh than by plane and by by a factor of yeah, three times as much. And as you mentioned, that was before, that was the survey before this whole groping thing, because some people may have changed Correct. their plans. Now, uh, the interesting thing is, I think the airlines are in trouble with this, because, uh, you know, th- they have incentive to protect passengers, the government doesn't. So when you have people uh, being abusive like this, like the TSA is right now, they're going to uh, discourage people from flying, which is going to hurt the airlines. So the question is, is the airlines going to put pressure on the TSA to stop this nonsense, or are they going to keep allowing it, and, and then, then the airlines get nationalized by the government, and then you're going to have a problem? Yeah, I think that they will put it on. I think I, don't, I think they'll do it quietly. I think airports will continue to put it on. I mean, the, the pressure's on the TSA at this point. They're going to try to trumpet this as a victory, but they understand, you know, fine. You have your victory. Just back off when it comes to these, because these pat-downs really have people incensed. These pat-downs, by the way, aren't just for people who uh, choose not to go through the scanners. If you go through the scanner and they find something, they're going to pat you down with this new invasive. It's true. Yeah, if, if you go through the x-ray machine, the metal how many detector. times have you gone through the metal detector and then been patted down? You know, happened if you fly, me. it happens all the time. The, there's two words here that I never thought I'd be using in one sentence. Institutionalized molestation. Yeah, that's, that's what, what is. this is. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, so let's continue with your thoughts. Go to Adam in Idaho. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian Wayne and Mark. Hello, Adam. Adam, you're on the air. Hey, hey, fellas. Hey, what's on your hey, mind? Hey, how's, how's it going? Great. What's up? Yeah, I, I called last week as the TSA agent. Okay. Remember that? Not really. Tongue in cheek? Yeah. I don't remember. Okay. I'm sorry. Right, well, I, I couldn't tell you what this I This happens about every time night. anybody asks us, hey, do you remember such and such? No, I really don't. They get a lot of <laughs> no, calls. No, I called as that. I called. I was I was doing some jokes. I was playing with you guys. But anyhow, um, no jokes this week. I wanted to talk to you guys about the TSA stuff. It's funny that you guys were just talking about the airlines um, because one of the things I wanted to mention to you was that a group of us have started a new campaign. If you go to noflyusa.com, what we're encouraging people to do is a form of protest by not flying the week of April 15th. And, of course, we encourage people to use various forms of nonviolent protest at the airports as well. Uh, but we figure by April 15th, that week, enough people will have been groped by the TSA that they'll know, you know how, how invasive it is and how intrusive. So uh, we figure by that time it gives us some time to really come up with a, a good na- nationwide um, no-fly week. It's a good-looking website. What is it again, the site? Yeah, noflyusa.com. Cool. It's nice. Right on, man. Yeah, and then, Go ahead. Another thing, by the way, just came out in the news. Uh, the TSA posted on their blog that they, they have their actual public policy on photography and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. videotaping in the airports of TSA agents. And they say that it's okay to do, that there's nothing wrong with it. And of course, legally, uh, it is legal. Um, uh, so well, if you have know. any of their, yeah, if you have any uh, 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 activists out there doing that, they need to know that um, it actually says right on their website, and they can grab the quote from the website and um, use that in their defense if anyone tries to stop them from recording. You can't record the images from the uh, nudie scanners, though, uh, right. Of course, the government can the government can take your naked photo, sure, but sure. Uh, 
we, we can't catch that. Privacy issues, that, that makes sense. You know, those people are co- covering themselves because they don't want to be seen. Although in the case of the man with the Speedo, uh, that's uh, he's an exception. Thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. No and good luck with your website. Uh, the man, uh, there was a guy that I guess last night, not today, but last night, went through a checkpoint and stripped down to uh, essentially his un- undergarment. It was a Speedo, not one of the tiny, tiny Speedos. I don't know about that. I'm I, gonna, I did I'm say the gonna, Speedo thing. I'm I, not going to go out on a, on a limb there. Uh, 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control, bring up anything, free talk live. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event is what you make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and much more. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November 2011. But you need to reserve your berth now. They're as low as $535, double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today. Cruise.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, Thanksgiving Eve edition. We're here in the studio, and we'll be back tomorrow night. But if you're a radio listener, you may not be receiving the show because we'll only be broadcasting it online. That doesn't mean your local station couldn't put us on the air, but it would require probably somebody to be in their studio, which is, well, pretty unlikely. Um, so, But join us online at freetalklive.com for the special Thanksgiving Day edition of the show. And, of course, we'll talk to you at that time. We've still got uh, the remainder of this hour. You're welcome to call in and share your experiences from today. Maybe you've been in the airport uh, doing a We Won't Fly opt outreach, as I would like to, uh, to call it. That's where I was for a good portion of the day today in uh, Manchester, New Hampshire. I had a great turnout. In fact, uh, I got some reports uh, from it. I got a, got a report from one of the other airports. I'll share that with you here in a moment. We heard from LAX, uh, where apparently there was hardly anybody there, according to somebody who lives in the area, somebody who was there at uh, LAX doing outreach today at a nice little turnout of uh, at least a dozen activists. I think he said while he was there. And that's saying something. If, if LAX, in LAX, yes. It is. So we'll uh, tell you a little bit more in a moment. But coming up, we're going to give you a Toto Sack two-pack on the way. Your chance to win. What is it, Mark? Toto Sack's a one-trip wonder. It's for hauling things in, in those plastic grocery bags, whether it's from your vehicle to your vehicle from the grocery store, out to the boat, whatever whatever reason you have to haul things. Um, the Toto Sack's great for it. It's... Uh, if if you have a um, you know retail store, the Toto Sack is available to you for that reason. It's a retail grocery bag carrier, and, and it handles more than you can, a lot more. Go to totasack.us and take a look at it, because it's hard to describe this thing. You, you pretty much have to see it. It's made out of recycled plastics, actually engine parts, and... Um, it's it's a hook for carrying these uh, these bags. The Totasack, that's T-O-T-A-S-A-K, no C in there, totasack.us. It doubles as a weapon, too. You can hold it like brass knuckles. Yeah, you sure can. Sweet. It, you'd think it's a hook. It would uh, it would uh, give a lot, but it certainly uh-uh. doesn't. You could no, jack someone with this real bad. Well, you, yeah, if somebody, assuming you needed to protect yourself, right. you, you would have this device. And it's something you can conveniently carry along with you. Many states... <laughs> Oddly, brass knuckles are illegal. However, is that right? you can have brass knuckles. Not a knuckles. toda sack. Yeah. Those aren't illegal. For, get a family pack of six. What are you paying? Uh, two bucks? <laughs> Go find some brass knuckles that cheap, right? Sure. I'm surprised you'd be thinking about jacking somebody, Ian. No, I would I would never think about something like that. You can't really hold one of these things without thinking about it. I mean, it's just that kind of yeah, thing. It's hard. You, you hold it's it, hard. it, and it's like, huh. 
this is like a pair of brass knuckles. So yeah, we're going to give you two of the Toto Sack coming up here in a moment. Uh, your, your chance to win that, so stand by. I want to get one from my mom. She's like 70 You totally years should. Old. You yeah. totally should. It's a great gift. <laughs> she can hold it in the parking lot in the well, grocery store. Go to totosack.us to, uh, to order. You can get a family pack, etc. All right, so yeah. uh, 800-259-9231. Reports uh, coming in from Philadelphia, where the folks from WeWon'tFly.com are situated. They had a great turnout today. Apparently, there are about uh, 30 to 40 uh, people right now in the airport. Uh, they're, I guess, in the airport bar. There's a there's a hotel there in the airport, and uh, that's the only place you can go to if you don't want to go through security. So it's pretty much where you have to go. Uh, that's so. Uh, there's people are are hanging out after their post. Uh, their post outreach celebration party with uh, with George Donnelly from WeWon'tFly.com and uh, and James uh, James Babb who've done amazing work over the past couple of weeks. They have appeared on more television shows and radio interviews than I could keep track of. I mean, I'm I'm friends with yeah. George Donnelly on Facebook, and he is all day long posting, posting interviews, posting the interviews that he's done. It must I, he must have done two dozen. Oh, I would exhausting. say that's on the low side, Mark. I mean, over a couple weeks, I mean, interview just maybe him, two dozen, because then there's James, uh, James Babb, who has also been busy doing yeah. interviews. He was on MSNBC and all over the place. So these guys have been doing uh, major uh, publicity work, and of course they're not getting paid a dime for it. Uh, it's just, just because they love freedom, which is great. And that's why these people are coming out. Because they're concerned with what this TSA is doing. They um, are probably very liberty-oriented. I'm jumping out on a limb. Maybe this is their one issue. Who knows? Uh, but it's a good issue to come into the movement on. This is a great, uh, this is a great opportunity to in, uh, inform people as to the, the, you know, the kind of this rise of the police state and also some of the other liberties that we're losing. Because the crackdown on freedom isn't just happening in the airports. As was pointed out earlier, the TSA is is talking about the Department of Homeland Security, talking about expanding to marinas, expanding to subway platforms, yeah. expanding to train stations. Trains, bus We know they're already taking buses and pulling them over and searching them. Mm-hmm. How long is it going to be, When you said this during one of the breaks, how long before they set up in the street? The checkpoints. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and before you walk in a mall, you have to go through a body scanner? Come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, but they have mobile ones, too. Courthouses? Cor- uh, they're coming definitely. there. Maybe your school? One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. So, what has uh, your experience been? Also, other details from uh, Philly. Apparently, also a very quiet night for travelers. This has now been the report from across. We haven't had anybody say, and maybe it's the case. If if, if it was the case in your airport, and it was really busy today. Give us a call. So far, no one has said it's been hustling. No, it's been dead at major airports. Philadelphia, LAX, dead. Very very low turnout for travelers. What what, uh, what I'm being told here. Uh, 800-259-9231. So a great turnout for uh, for the activists today, reaching out to people. Lots of positive responses. We heard from Sam. Uh, he called about the Manchester outreach, where a lot of people were uh, responding very positively to the information, especially the flight attendants, especially the pilots, also the people that are working at the airports. These people don't want this crap. Nope. So, they're not going to have jobs if this keeps up. Yeah. So 800-259-9231. So lots of uh, success stories. Want to hear from you. What was your experience? I touched on something earlier in the show, and I wanted to, to come back on it because I think it's a really important point. This idea about applying for a permit. This plays into their hands. And I understand the motivation. Well, there's going to be new people at the event. We want to make sure that they feel comfortable and they're safe. And all right. Yeah, I get that. I I understand what you're saying. But the more of you there are, the safer you are. 
I mean, there are certain principles that tend to apply when it comes to doing a, a gathering of activists in a public government-run place. Now, there's never any guarantees. You know, I can't say for sure you're guaranteed to not have any trouble if you do this and this and this. But there are some things I think that are more likely than others. And one thing that I have observed in my years of doing activism is that when there are more of you than there are of them, you typically win. Yeah, they just leave you alone. Yeah, and that's what they did today for the most part. They tried to boss us around, and they'll, they'll try this stuff. They know what yep. works. If you're just one lone person out there with a sign, yeah, you can believe you're going to get in trouble. Absolutely. They'll call the cops on you at that point. But if you're not alone and you are with a group of people, they might come up to you and say, uh, could you please stand over here? Oh, no, we're fine right where we are. <laughs> uh, but if, you, you know, if you're not used to that, it can be, it'll throw you off. It'll throw you off your game and you'll, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, I'll move, I'll move over here. No, no, you don't have to. Uh, not until the man with the gun comes along and, and, uh, and tells you to move. And at that point, you don't have to either. But at that point, you might get arrested. So you, you can always push it to that point. Um, but 800-259-9231 is the number. So my, my issue was these folks that actually went and got permits. That's like the worst of the worst that you can possibly. That's, the, that's basically saying, all right, well, uh, we're, we'd really like to come and gather and do uh, an event at, at your airport. And we're wondering if we're going to be able to do that. Would you allow us to? And, and if so, what would you like us to do? Where would you like us to? Well, we'd like you to be over here behind the dumpster uh, if we're going to allow you to. You know, they, they want to put you in a place where you won't be seen. They want to put you in a place where you be as the least effective as you possibly can be. And they are also going to just, uh, just say no. And those are if they say yes. If, if you give them the opportunity in advance, oh, can we please do this? Yeah, they'll most likely not answer you at all because you'll have to leave a message in some bureaucrat's mm. answering machine. Yeah. And they'll never get back to you. 800-259-9231. The permit comes with strings attached. The SACL CAI toll-free line. When you're ready to graduate uh, past the permitting thing, don't get one. Try having some activism where you don't go and beg first. It'll be empowering. 1-800-259-9231. You can take control and bring up anything. Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronic, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and we invite you to take control of the airwaves this Thanksgiving Eve edition. We're here live to take your calls, 800-259-9231. Tell us your experience. Have you been in the airports today, maybe as a traveler or as somebody doing outreach with uh, the National Opt-Out Today, uh, National Opt-Out Day? How did that go for you? 800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Wayne. And Mark. And don't forget, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. You'll find there are a lot of features there. Uh, they're all brought to you completely free. And those features include news updates. You get signed up, we'll clue you in whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Just go to news.freetalklive.com. You can get signed up for our emailed updates or Twitter or Facebook. All of it free, news.freetalklive.com. And if you have a company, whether uh, you know what, no matter what your company handles, uh, if you have accounts receivable that you you know, really wish you didn't have to deal with. SACL CAI can do it for you. Uh, Jason Osborne, the principal over there, is a big supporter of Liberty, big supporter of Free Talk Live, and you can see their banner at freetalklive.com. 
All right, so 800-259-9231. I don't know if anything panned out in Austin today, but I'd heard the news uh, yesterday, I think it was, that their their application for a permit to uh, have a, essentially a gathering of people at the airport doing outreach, or maybe they called it a protest or whatever. But I think that's part of the problem is uh, they are used to people calling these things protests. If somebody were to come up to me and say, hey, you're protesting, you need a permit for that, I'd say, this isn't a protest. <laughs> What are you talking about? Prove my obligation that I need a permit. And until then, I'll just stand right here. Thank you very much. But they asked for the permit, and it was denied. And when you go and you hum, you know, you uh, you kiss the ring or kiss the boot in this case. Or lick the boot. Yeah. Then sometimes that's what happens. They'll just tell you no. And if they tell you yes, they try to rope you off into some area where you'll be as ineffective as you, they can possibly make you. It starts from a position of weakness. It starts from the position of, well, we recognize that you own us and uh, you can do whatever you want with us. We'd like to do this, but if you say no, we'll just stay home. It starts from a position of weakness. And if you want to be you know, successful in doing activism and, and getting in touch with people, you sometimes you just got to go out and do it. Let the chips fall where they may. You don't have to get arrested. Play ignorant. Oh, your permit? Well, what are you talking about? Well, where's the law that says that? I mean, if you want to go on that point, you can always you can try that approach. Or, well, in this in this uh, bill of rights here, it says I've got the freedom to assemble and put it on camera. Are you saying that we don't have the freedom to assemble? Are you saying that we don't have a freedom of speech? Record these bureaucrats when they come up and approach you. But if you come to them first, yeah, that's and you, like bureaucrat repellent. Yeah, if you come to them first and say, okay, well, can we work together on this? Well, then that's when they're going to lay out all their rules that you get to follow. And if you don't follow their rules, they'll come up and say, well, we agreed on this, and you didn't, you didn't follow this rule, and oh, I'm sorry. Well, you don't want to start from that position. Am I making sense here? Does that, does that compute? Absolutely. Because there's strings attached. When you go to them for permission for something you don't really need permission for, they're, you're allowing them to set the terms absolutely. Of, 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 your, of your event. It's a big mistake. It's the biggest mistake you can make, in my opinion. And I understand the idea that, well, we don't want people to be scared to show up. If you think that your crowd of activists is that chicken S, well, then go ahead and get the permit. But if you are tired of that crap, then I suggest stepping out of that paradigm and just starting to do things. Do first. Better to ask forgiveness than to ask permission. Right. Especially in this case. Gonna, really, they're going to round you all up and arrest you all? Really? No. That's what's going to happen? No, no if there are a dozen of you. come out and, say, and talk to you. Um, you know, that's the worst case scenario. Worst case, you, you back down. You, I mean... <laughs> The suggestion that you actually have rights in this country, I mean, it's, they're long past. You have read to exercise the, read, them. Read the Bill of Rights. You'll figure out very quickly that you don't, in fact, have rights. You can have some of them back by exercising them. Mm-hmm. But going and begging for right. a permit is... Begging the same people that you're protesting yeah. you're for not the right to for, protest them. Right. Come on. It's not a right. It's a privilege at that point. You've turned a right into a privilege. As soon as you ask permission, that is a privilege. Yep. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's go to your calls. You can bring up anything. James is in Huntsville, listening to WBHP. Hey, James. Hey guys, how hey. we doing tonight? Super. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I just wanted to uh, kind of paint a picture for you. What if? Hmm? What if one cool winter morning here in the next month, four terrorists get up, strap their bombs under their junk? And head for the airport. And right when that TSA agent, they, they of course, bypass the scanner and opt out. Right when that TSA agent rubs up and looks at him and goes, 
what's that under your junk? They go, get ready for a surprise. <laughs> and four different airport terminals across the country, you know, I mean, is there someone standing there with a machine gun or a pistol on them ready no. to shoot them right as they find this device, whatever it may no, be? They could totally explode their device right there at the checkpoint and take out close to as many people in some cases as they might if they did it on a plane. That's right. And definitely take off a couple of TSA agents' fingers. They sure could. So, I mean, what are we really accomplishing with all this? I'm not doing any of this. Uh, you mean the government and... Uh, yes, yeah, th- they, them, yeah. They're, they're, they're not accomplishing anything beyond training the American people to be subservient and obedient. That's what this is most valuable yeah. for. This is surf training. And you know what? I think that starts... I think it's starting with our infants. They're strapping them into seats in the car, yeah. getting them used to have that. When I put a seatbelt on, it feels like the weight of the government is sitting right on my chest. <laughs> now, sometimes in heavy traffic, I'm glad to put it on because sure, sure. I decide. But when I have to get in the car every single time and buckle that seatbelt, it feels to me like the weight of the government is sitting right on my chest. <laughs> Brother, you belong in New Hampshire. Back. You belong right. in New Hampshire. You don't have to do that up here. Did you know yeah, that? Yeah, obviously. Uh, <laughs> Obviously, we talked the other day, and I told you about my home invasion robbery. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's obvious right. I don't belong where I'm at. I heard that, so. brother. I understand where you're coming from. And uh, there, are some, there are some very tangible, you know, instant freedom increases that uh, one gains typically when they move uh, to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, which, of course, is a movement of uh, like-minded, liberty-oriented people that are all converging into the same place in order to get active and achieve liberty in our lifetime. I mean, if you think the, uh, the We Won't Fly opt-out days that were going on around the country were great imagine it with a whole bunch more people together in the same place imagine how much more activism could be done imagine the things that would be possible when you have numbers and i have to say i'm impressed by what's going on out in uh, i guess philly with like 30 to 40 people there uh tonight that's fantastic much better than the you know the handful of folks that showed up for the their fiji outreach a few weeks back it sounds like things have really blown up there i think that's great but there's only so much effect 30 people can have in philadelphia it's a big place you know, there's a, there's a lot of uh, a lot of people there. Anyway, any other thoughts you want to share tonight? I just wanted to thank you guys. Y'all are right on the mark every night when I listen. James, glad you're out there. Uh, don't forget to call WBHP, talk to the program director, and tell him thank you. Uh, yes, because we only get one hour of you, and yeah. I would like to get a couple more. You certainly could. Uh, Stuart Langston's the program director there. Really nice guy. We got to meet him. He likes him. the show, too. Yeah, he's a, he's a fan. Uh, and we got to meet him in, in Los Angeles, and uh, really great guy. So give him a call, tell him thanks, and that applies to everybody listening. And thank you for the call tonight, uh, James. It applies to everybody listening on the radio. Whether you're getting an hour or you're getting all eight, uh, 18 radio hours per week, we do 21 on the internet total, but whether you're getting uh, an hour, all 18, all six nights, call and say thanks. It, it makes a difference to appreciate somebody. It makes a difference you know, to a program director who might be used to hearing, ah, well, I didn't like this, and I didn't like that. Yeah, that's it's, what they hear. It's nice to hear, hey, that night show's really great. Thanks for putting it on. I, I really appreciate that. And, you know, if you get a chance, put some more on. So, uh, 800-259-9231. Brandon is in Ohio. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Brandon. Yeah, hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, well, uh, basically, I was just calling. I wanted to get a suggestion from you guys. Um, it's not really has to do with the TSA, so I just apologize for being off topic. You don't topic. need to apologize. It's Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. So go ahead, sir. Awesome. Well, uh, basically, I've been uh, listening to you guys pretty pretty consistently for about a month now. And uh, before that, um, I was, I'm just now getting into talk radio. I, I'm really enjoying it. I'm really in loving the uh, liberty movement that seems to be sweeping the nation. It's pretty, uh, pretty inspiring. But uh, 
you know, I'd listened to a lot to Alex Jones and uh, some other, like, really hardcore guys. And, uh, you know, I do like Alex Jones. I like some of the issues he talks about. Um, but then, you know, he throws in the New World Order stuff. I'll tell you what, the- he does a lot of research. Brandon, I'll bring you back here in a moment. I'd like to get you, you know, get to your point here in, a, in just a bit. But I've got to give away these Tota Sacks before the end of the show. Mm-hmm. I want to do it right now. A two-pack of the Tota Sack is yours. You call in at 603-435-1105. I'll uh, choose a random caller, and uh, you'll be the winner. 603-435-1105. Call in now to win a two-pack of the Toto Sack. Get you to carry those bags in from uh, the grocery the grocery bags back in from the car. Much easier. 603-435-1105. More coming up. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live, and only moments remain in this, the Thanksgiving Eve edition of the program. We're here to take your phone calls. We can still do so here in the reigning moments, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. We invite you to our website. You'll find a lot of features there. We give them away. Those other talk show hosts want to charge you for their services. We do it all free at freetalklive.com. Our webcam included. Go to cam.freetalklive.com. You can watch and listen and interact as well. The chat room is built into the same page, and it's all free. Brought to you courtesy of Memory Dealers. Go to cam.freetalklive.com. Mark, what is Memory Dealers? Memory Dealers offers the world's largest selection of optical transceivers. Uh, They also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. They're your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. They have great prices and service on used networking equipment, such as Cisco routers and switches. Go check it all out at MemoryDealers.com. All right, as we continue here, uh, we've got Brandon in Ohio. Brandon, you were just telling us you were getting into uh, talk radio. How old are you, if I may ask? Uh, 22. 22, okay. Uh, that's a little early, but okay. Yeah, well, I don't know, Mark. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, uh, I'm just talking about the numbers. I'm not talking about it. It's okay, Brandon. <laughs> Well, basically, and I wanted to clarify myself, I wasn't really trying to put down Alex Jones, but, you know, he just seems to add a lot of the NWO stuff. And oh, yeah, the, I don't care much about it at all. That's, that's yeah. The, yeah, I, I think that Alex Jones is great for his uh, police state coverage, but I think the, the whole oh, New yeah, World Order stuff is, is really uh, pandering to sort of a paranoiac uh, conspiracy theory audience, and uh, yeah. I, I, I think it's unnecessary, and I think it's it's more valuable to talk about you know what's really happening? What we can point to concrete examples of, like you but know, he's called this tyranny. show, and he's done a great job of that. He can do that when he wishes to, but at the same sure, time, he's not my approach. Yeah. I, I don't think that it's. I, first of all, I don't believe that there's this overarching conspiracy to you know to take over the world. There may be some people that would desire that for themselves, but I think they're in competition with a, another several groups of other people who would also like that for themselves. And I don't think there's one you know ultimate group of uh, no, there, masters. I th- yeah, I think there are factions within the whole so-called elite. But uh, I've seen enough documentation uh, on that that I think there's something going on. I I just don't think it's a concerted effort among all those people at the top. I think they're some of them are still acting in their own self-interest, and I think there's more dissension than people realize. Yeah, exactly. And, but, you know, and amongst other things, he adds in a lot of religious, you know, minded information, which I'm not really a Does part he? of that. Yeah, I don't really um, listen, so I, I don't know. I mean, I've talked to him once or twice, nice guy, uh, but I, I don't really know what his show is like. 
Well, basically, you know, once I came across you guys, I was looking it up on the GCN. They're like my talk radio saviors in a way. So oh, definitely want to appreciate that. But uh, I, I just wanted to see if maybe you guys had any suggestions. Maybe you could lead me in the right direction to uh, maybe to other talk radio shows that you guys well, admire. Well, absolutely. Because- uh, you can go to LRN.FM. Well, this, gotta be, this is like, you'd think Ian paid him for this. That is my uh, little <laughs> internet stream that I put together that has uh, very liberty-oriented hosts. And I tried to... I think Ernie Hancock sometimes touches on a 9-11 thing once in a while. I don't care what people Uh, think about 9-11 in particular. I I just – I care about where they stand on liberty. But generally, they're very – the hosts on on the Liberty Radio Network at LRN.FM are very principled, liberty-minded folks. And I think you're going to – you'd enjoy some of the stuff Yeah, and I don't care where they stand on religion either. I care where they stand on liberty. Yeah, I I agree with that. Yeah, I like the the shows you have on there. So there you go. There's uh, there's one answer. uh, Yeah. Yeah, I definitely appreciate the uh, the the mentioning of that. Um, also, you know, I just wanted to say I've been looking into the uh, Free State Project a lot. It sounds pretty cool. Great. And I finally just graduated this quarter, so uh, we'll jump on really board. holding me back in Ohio. So I've, I've, I've been thinking about it. Well, you, you um, know, you don't have to move before you sign. You can sign now and then move. Right. Uh, you know, whenever, whenever you're you ready. feel like it, because the fact is that uh, we have to. We're at a Ten thousand five hundred signers. It's not till we get to twenty thousand that anybody even starts necessarily having to look to move. And then by the, the default, year. well, that's the default way the project is set up. Recently, Mark, uh, within the last year or two, they added a, a way to oh, sure. customize your sign up. So sure. you can say, "Well, I'll move when a thousand people have moved." Well, we're pretty much almost there. Uh, or I'll move when uh, ten thousand people have said they'll move. Or I'll move yeah, when sure, this you and can that. make up whatever you want. Or when I'll, I'll move when Hillary Clinton is elected. Or whatever you know <laughs> uh, criteria you would like to add to uh, to your 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 pledge. But what I would suggest to you is if you really don't have anything holding you back and you're excited about activism, get on up to New Hampshire because I mean if you've got a little nest egg that you can, you know, use while you get settled and get, you know, get some work, that kind of yeah, thing. Get on up here. here. Because you don't want to start putting down roots somewhere else and, and and feel like later on that you are stuck. And I can't tell you how many people we've had who have said, yeah, I want to come up to New Hampshire, and then they end up staying where they are for one reason or another. Maybe it was, uh, you know, something came up. They had to. St- they felt like they had to stay, and then they'll end up getting arrested, or, or you know, they get the activism bug, and they'll uh, they'll get it in their heads that it's a good idea to uh, you know take activism to the extreme where they are, mm. and they end up getting into the legal system, and then they're really stuck uh, down there yeah, for a longer period of time. You know, when I go down to Connecticut, yeah, kind of the problem, when yeah. I go down to Connecticut, New York, on business. Mm-hmm. I can't help but thinking how happy I am that I live in New Hampshire and not th- mm. not there. That's a great. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been doing a lot of uh, research into just to the state in general, and uh, seems like a great place. I'm pretty uh, pretty envious of you guys. Seems to enjoy a lot of freedom. Well, there's there. well, if New Hampshire just on its own, as we mentioned before, is more free in a number of ways than other places. There's still problems. There's still a, the state. You know, there's still people that want to control others. We've got a long way to go. Uh, but getting liberty-minded people together has done some amazing things that have been impossible uh, before now in the in the liberty movement. And I'm, I'm excited to be a part of it and plug into as many of the different sources for, uh, for news up here as possible. There's freekeen.com, freegrafton.com is another great site. Free Concord is kind of new they're getting there there's their free matches not really doing anything yet so we'll hopefully we'll see more out of them uh in 2011 those but, are just websites i mean there's yeah. things going on in those towns oh there are definitely. oh yeah there's a lot more going on than is being talked about online as well i think that's a that's a fair statement to make i mean there's like thanksgiving get-togethers happening here within the next uh three days there's multiple i have so many thanksgivings to go to i can't do it yeah it's 
there are multiple gatherings of people uh, around the state because they people understand having moved here in some cases as single people having moved here as single people you don't necessarily have family in new hampshire but to some extent the liberty activism community bec- can become your uh, your family there you'll get you'll have close relationships with a number of them and not so close relationships or less close relationships with others and you know based on in many cases proximity and interests and and things like that and it's a it's an amazing group of folks and i'm so glad to be around them thanks brandon for your thoughts tonight i appreciate hearing from you you can go to free state project org by the way to learn more about what's happening here i mean can you imagine if the the, the great activists across the country that t- uh, turned out at airports all over the place for the we won't fly outreach events today if you know 90 percent of those people came here to new hampshire we'd have an incredible uh, group of folks here now there are hundreds of people that have already made the move as you mentioned mark over 10,500 have pledged that they will move their mm-hmm. lives to new hampshire and so we've got new people showing up. New people, new faces were at today's event in Manchester. Uh, there was a husband and wife that had just shown up. I think, I don't remember where they moved to, but it wasn't uh, here in Keene. It was somebody, somewhere else. People are scattering all over the place in New Hampshire. They're, they're getting involved in their communities. They're getting active in the, the political system. There's civil disobedience that's going on, media creation, so much uh, different types of activism, and lots of social opportunities. I mean, Thanksgiving, that's not really activism. That's social opportunities, and uh, well, it's great but, stuff. But it allows activists to get together and talk about whatever type of activism they're into. Or whatever they're into. And, and you know, I think that, you know, one thing that you you haven't mentioned here, and, and, and you know, it's difficult to mention everything all at once, is the huge strides that have been made toward, in in the area of, of politics recently here in New Hampshire, with fifteen, I believe, somewhere in that neighborhood, uh, free staters elected to the the New Hampshire House. Uh, more than a hundred, more than more than a quarter of the legislature is uh, New Hampshire Liberty Alliance endorsed candidates. And the Speaker of the House is now is he an A plus rated? He's Liberty an A plus rated uh, a candidate. So I mean, you wow. know, just huge, incredible strides that have been made that make other states just look silly. Let's go to Chris listening uh, via our cam.freetalklive.com uh, in Ohio. Hello, Chris. Hi, uh, I was just wondering uh, for Mark, what what's going on with Free State now nowadays? You know, I, I'm really just uh, hung out on that one. I don't have a list to, to from which to work, and I've been trying to find one, but it's, you know, it's hard to find a list of libertarian telephone numbers. And without it, I just can't do the work. If you can help him get that, please email him. You'd be willing to uh, to move that forward, though, wouldn't you, Yeah, Mark? yeah, I'll buy it if from you. you. Get a good Mark list. at freetalklive.com. Yeah, email Mark if you can help him get a good list of liberty-oriented names and phone numbers. Thanks. That was it. Thanks for the call tonight. appreciate hearing from you. And one of the most positive ways that you can help spread the ideas of the Free State Project is to talk to other people about it and to just let them know, hey, I'm going to go here. This is exciting to me. I I want to reach liberty in my lifetime, and I believe that there's only one way to go about it. I'd love to hear of anything else that's a better idea than the Free State Project, than getting people who love freedom together. Yes. And by the way, a few a while back we had interviewed Doug Casey. And one idea that he, he said that was very interesting was that well, this whole idea of national borders is bogus. Really, what you want is you want to coagulate with people who are like-minded. And that's, those are your people. That's your tribe. That's your nation, so to speak. Absolutely. And the Internet makes it so much easier now. Anyway, uh, we're back tomorrow night online at freetalklive.com. Most radio listeners will be hearing a, uh, a replay, but we'll see you tomorrow night. Freetalklive.com. We will be live. Welcome to Living Healthy Naturally. With information and advice on how to improve your health and wellness with natural remedies and nutritional healing. 
Here's renowned naturopathic doctor and certified nutritionist, Dr. Lindsay Duncan. One of the most common complaints I hear from my clients is having a persistent lack of energy. Lacking energy can come from a variety of causes, including not getting proper nutrients from your foods and eating too many processed foods that can fill you with empty calories. These foods do not provide you with the proper fuel for the energy your body needs. An excellent source to this ongoing epidemic is to make sure you consume enough omega fatty acids in your diet to restore that much-needed energy. To combat the low-energy blues, Genesis Today has created a great-tasting juice that contains the wonderful acai berry that will ensure you get the proper amounts of omega fatty acids in your diet. Acai berry juice from Genesis Today tastes fantastic and it takes energy and alertness to new levels. Drink a glass of nutrient-rich acai berry juice in the morning and you'll get a 1,000% of the daily value of vitamin B12 and you will feel energized throughout your entire day. To learn more about living healthy, naturally, and acai berry juice, please visit genesistoday.com. Acai berry juice is available in the refrigerated section next to the OJ at all Walmart, Sam's Club, and Super Target locations.